Hello and welcome to a very special episode issue. A special issue? No, no, no leave it, I like it. Okay, <laughs> special issue of Robert Air Podcast. Um, we were very, very happy to go up to the Game Forge, up at Steamforged HQ, and we sat down with Jamie Perkins and we chatted about Season 4 Blacksmiths. Um, he was like super accommodating, we had a lot of fun, played some games... Um, just want to say thanks so much. Thanks for including us in the uh, media drop. We were, yeah, we were, we were very excited and honoured to be to be part of it. Obviously, yeah. we're still a relatively new podcast. I mean, we go, we've been a year, but we're still a new voice. So we're really, it was brilliant to be part of it to get to exclusively review and release basically a guild. Yeah, so please do check out our Robert uh, Facebook page for the Guildball cards for the Blacksmiths. Um, um, hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Roll Better Podcast. I'm here with Matthew Doran, Daniel Adams, John Barry. <laughs> Barry Kinjal, John's ordering food, super professional. And we are also here with Jamie Perkins. Hooray, lead developer of Gilball. Uh, this is a very special episode of Roll Better as we will be talking about season four blacksmiths. Yeah, this is our, this is our big reveal episode where we get to basically talk to you about all the new changes to the guild. Um, by this time, you should have the cards as well. And find them on one of our pages. Yeah, so we'll, we'll put other cards out so that we don't just sit here reading the cards because we hate card reads here at Roll Better Podcast HQ. Yes, we do. Um, but yeah, we get to talk to you about the changes. You get, you get first-hand information from us. So we're going to uh, go through each card's changes specifically individually, and then once we've done the guild as a whole, we're going to go master apprentice pairings, and then once we've done the guild as a whole... We'll talk about like captain choice, uh, some lineups, and what we feel. Yeah, and the general direction. And the cool rules. But before we do that, Jamie, would you mind giving us sort of just like a, a an overall thesis for the guild in season four? Yeah. So hopefully, people by now have seen a couple of our uh, reveal blogs where we've given away a couple of our players. I think for the blacksmiths, we gave away Anvil and Sledge. And what we started off talking about, the first thing we analysed when we were doing this development of season four was we wanted to take a look at the intended playstyle for each guild as a whole. Um, so we start off looking at the whole guild uh, together, and then we can sort of focus down on each model and decide whether they match that intended playstyle for the guild, whether it gels in properly, <laughs> whether it's doing its own intended playstyle properly. Um, um, obviously, in, in, in between that, we're also looking at things like addressing power levels as well. When it came to the blacksmiths, um, we were happy with their intended playstyle overall. It we only needed a slight tweak, which was that they were about as good at uh, scoring goals as we want them to be, but they weren't quite as good at uh, inflicting takeouts as we want them to be. We wanted them to have the, the ability to do either one, depending yeah. on which type of blacksmith build you want to go for. And the difference with other teams like the Masons, for instance, they can take a lot of those tactics in the same six and just switch on the fly between yeah. the two of them. For the blacksmiths, it's, it's a lot more about which players do you want to take to the pitch, whether you want to play a takeout team, whether you want to play more for goals. But they didn't really have the options to allow them to play a couple of different times of uh, takeout focused teams, so we wanted to give them a few more options okay. there. Um, which is why we've seen things like the, the Anvil and Sledge reveal is a really, really big one there, um, to give them another really big uh, like hitting apprentice on top of Veteran Cinder. Uh, the other thing we want to do is to equalise a little bit more of these captain selection rates. Yes. So we were seeing quite a lot of people initially uh, going straight for Ferrite as, as people's favourite captain. And a little bit more we've seen like Anvil being chosen 
goes in and burnish a little bit as well. So some of them have started to be picked a little bit more, but it's not it's not really as free flowing as we'd like it to be. Like we'd like ideally all six masters to be an option for being, yeah. a, being a captain at some point. Not all the time, but you've got a reason to take each one of them. Absolutely. You'll probably take some of them more than more than others because with six with six masters, it's quite difficult to give them all like a really defined. You definitely take this model here as your captain. Mm. So some of them will be a bit less than others, but we want to give them all the reason to be a captain at some point. Um, and then on top of that we just want to address power level really so so a bit more that the, the master's choice will be based on either the matchup or maybe even just your personal taste and play style yeah I mean, you like to play. I mean it's something that it's kind of like the perfect aim we'll never get to but we always strive for it is if, if we can get to a point in Guild Ball where every single choice you make is personal preference rather than this model is better than something else then we've, we've hit perfection basically. I would like that if, yeah, so we try to get as many choices as we can to a point where I can understand where I could take either one but my personal preference is to this that's golden territory and we always aim for that sweet Cool. Cool. Uh, should we get stuck into the first All right. one then? So first we're going to go with Furnace, because that's first on the sheet here. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, no, actually, before we do that, yeah, that. Uh, Guild Rules-wise, I said Guild Rules is probably the word, word, wrong word to use for it. Um, Not every guild's going to get a Guild Rule. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to start that fire. <laughs> so the, the rules the printed on the uh, Blacksmith... Uh, insert card or what were yeah. which, are guild, which are guild rules confirmed blacksmiths have guild rules forge master which is the uh, uh, player gains uh, the captain well, now it also now includes them losing the squaddy role because uh, previously mm-hmm. four, they all have squaddy just to clarify so yeah. they are now not a squaddy or a captain yeah uh, and then apprenticeship, which is yeah, yeah, three masters, three apprentices hasn't changed. Yeah. So that's that's kind of just like following up on um, this is a rule that's already in case in in play already. Yeah. It's just that the models didn't physically have squaddy printed on the cards. Yeah. So therefore, when one model gains captain, they have to lose squaddy. You can't be a model captain and a squaddy together. So uh, furnace is the first one cheap. Uh, we're just going to go through the changes. The first change is with the play one at a time, lads, uh, which is now reads uh, cost one, range six. While within two inches of target-friendly guild model, friendly models ignore the crowding out penalty. So, Furnace is a bubble of rowdy. Yep. Mm. Uh, then the other changes are... The the only other change, right, is the... Le- uh, no, 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 wait. Come He's on. lost Fireforged. Which I'm upset about. So, we'll get we'll on top with your upset. And then the legendary play is now uh, Tempered Steel. This model gains plus one attack. If this model has the captain model type, while within this aura, other friendly models gain plus one tack and searing strike. And that's a six inch aura, so six that's a big aura. bubble. That's I, I really like him. I mean, are we gonna are we gonna get into, stuck into what we like about the players as we go through, or do you want to go? I'd say we ask Mr. Perkins about the changes. Yeah. So um, when it comes to one at a time, lads, that was mainly a cleanliness change. Mm. So people were finding it quite difficult to place that AOE. Generally, you're placing it on scrums or mm. happening. So it's quite difficult to place that AOE. You've got to place it underneath models or on top. It's not very clean. It's mm. quite difficult to, especially because this AOE has got to be one that's like precisely measured. Even if a model is just clipping it slightly, then that changes the math quite dramatically when it comes to finding a scrum. So um, being able to just target one model and know that everyone within two inches of that model is affected by it is just a much cleaner way to do it. You're not having to place an extra AOE on the table, and there's extra bit of spoil. Well, this is how a lot of the cook's abilities are going to work as well. So when you give, you can give a model something, and then everyone within two inches of them gets that same thing. Right, it's just a lot cleaner than placing AOEs on the table. And the model, which itself is something gets that I've always, yes, I've liked the idea of AOEs, but I've always, in fact, it's always, it's always been a nice place. And even when they were like open circles in some of the sets, and you could place them on top of things, it was just a kind of a. It, sometimes it just becomes a little bit, 
less clean. I like the idea that some abilities would just be it's like it's an aura or it's a it's a bubble. Having played Falklands this weekend, placing Harry's is a pain. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, did you see? I can't remember who did it. I saw it on Gov. Chris Tampion yeah, had the, the raised up ones. Yeah, the little cut ones that had three legs where you place it around them. Yeah. They look really like, like the things you get in pizza boxes to stop the stop the lid from hitting the, che- hitting the cheese. But they like, but big versions. They're really good. It's a clever the only thing idea. I don't like is like for specifically the Falklands area, it's like measuring four and then placing it on the other side and like because you don't have the solid line. That's a fair point. But you just have a bright light above and then it casts a shadow yeah. perfectly and then you know. So the other, the other part of this ability as well is we had to make it uh, reasonable to be cost one because it used to be cost zero. It has changed yeah. in, in yeah. cost from zero to one. And we said, we said in general that we were removing cost zero character players from the game because they were a bit confusing mm. between how they work and how certain traits in the game work. So it, it needed to have a cost of one. So its uh, its effect actually got a little bit better uh, and it's copied what has happened to Rowdy in general as well. So you you... You can gain friendly gang ups, but you don't suffer enemy crowd outs. So it's Rowdy's better. Yeah, Rowdy in overall is better, and then because you're getting the better version of Rowdy with one at time lads, it felt like a reasonable um, reason to make it cost one. So but the fact that it's range six and you put it on a, fr- it doesn't have to be on furnace. You can put it on someone else six inches away, and the furnace can go off and do something else. So it's 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 more versatile. So the one just the one cost is definitely justified. Yeah, yeah. and it no longer benefits your uh, opponent, right? Yeah, yes, because yes, it could be you very, your opponent could make use of that bubble before. Because we've got a lot of new, like newer Black Swiss players at the club, and I so many times it's like I want to use one at a time, but I don't know how. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, the the thing I would always just say is just if you're not in the AOE, ignore it. It serves, it makes no difference to you. If you're in it, then we'll worry, then we'll worry about how it works. But yeah. it's much cleaner this way. Yeah, yeah so it's cleaner, and also you mentioned simpler as well for newer players yeah. particularly, and that's, that sort of brings us on to the reason of why we got rid of Fireforge, and that is, not that Fireforge is a complicated ability, but when we're looking across all these cards, we're looking to strip out anything that's not strictly necessary. How often is it going to come up? How is important is it to the playstyle? How important is the theme? Now, I think it's Fireforge is important to Furnace's theme, yeah. to be fair, um, and it's not the most complicated rule, but it's an area where we can clean up this card and just reduce the number of abilities overall. The maximum number of abilities you'll ever see on a Guild Ball card from Season 4 onwards is 7, um, which is you'll never see more than three character plays normally. Uh, you'll, I don't think there's any currently that have that, and we'll aim to make, keep that as a maximum in the future. And f- four character traits is normally the maximum now. There might be a reason for one of them sometimes to have five if they're really like simple, but we'll mm. try and limit the overall maximum number of rules. So, like, as another, to take an example of one that we simplified down that's not even in the blacksmiths is actually Veteran Rage. He currently in season three has eight rules on his card, so we took one of the really, really not used ones off. Drop, drop it down to seven and we'll do that in a number of the other players for the game as well if something is not like massively important it was user, user by the way if you want yeah. <laughs> I'm now rolling the dice in my head on which what he's lost user oh user because yeah, like, it comes I'm up because you need a one guild and there are a lot like 13 14 teams you can play it's one in 14 yeah. matchups yeah. that's relevant for right and so we fire forged it's not relevant in every match unless you're playing like burnish as well with him yeah. there's a nice little synergy there but it's yeah. not relevant a lot of the time and I think I've used it about twice. We could, I loved it just thematically. Yes. I think I, I absolutely understand it. It wasn't necessary from a gameplay perspective. I just loved it thematically. Yes, yes. And I, I fully accept that. Yeah. Um, but, but I think that's fair. Yeah. So now that space saving we could do. And then we come on to the legendary. Um, this is the, the legendary. We've attacked the legendaries in a lot of the different uh, masters. And this is mainly where we've gone trying to hit the captain selection rates. It's because the legendaries are really important for, for justifying that. Mm. Especially since the way that most masters spend influence isn't really central to them being picked as a captain a lot of the time um, yeah. so a lot of the focus is on how good is that legendary play 
And for Furnace, being able to do give your friendly models both Searing Strike and plus one tack. That's often like a plus two tack a lot of the time if you're getting rid of armor points as well. Oh, it's really yeah. good. It's slightly better than plus two tack, I think yep. that's what it is. Yep. technically, yeah, yeah. And an extra tack would be a thing that could miss. An extra yeah. ignoring point of armor is slightly better than that. Absolutely. Uh, so it's really, really good as like an offensive melee team. So where you've got, you'll have um, a mirror of Furnace with the other like, melee captain we'll get onto eventually, obviously, Anvil. Yeah. This is the guy that's when you're going for the more offensive output. want to kick the offensive power of the team, go for Furnace's legendary, go and hit some people. Yeah. Like if you've got three almost <coughs> or fully stacked apprentices and they've all got plus one tack and searing strike and say you've got cast in the team or yeah. something like that, that has the potential to dial up the, the output of that team significantly. I mean, imagine you, what, some of the things you can do now with this legendary. Imagine putting one at a time lads onto Veteran Cinder, for instance, who's already yeah. been, been, been tooled up as well, right? And then you've got her inside the legendary, she's got plus one tack, and just throw her into the middle of a team, and she's going to have her maximum tack for the charge. <laughs> and she'll just blow things up. And, and of course, she, and she doesn't care. Well. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't care about crowd outs because she's got oh, one at a time lads. That's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> So you could properly cruise missiles and players off if you want to. <laughs> oh, that makes me very happy. Well, that's, Does as it? you mentioned Veteran <laughs> yes. Cinder, because I think that is, all the, that is all the changes for Furnace. Yes. As you veteran, mentioned Veteran Cinder, there's only a couple of small changes for her, so should we take a quick look at her then? Yeah. yeah. I think the only changes for her were, were probably justified. Because um, we, we know her, if you don't control her and you allow her to charge, her output is berserkly good. So the small changes to to her is that her fifth column used to be a momentous five, it's now a momentous four, and her seventh column used to be a momentous seven, it's now a momentous six. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but little tweaks down like that, you know, one damage is enough in this game a lot of the time. Just is that more to like define her from the other damage dealers? Correct. Like, yeah, exactly that. It's, she it's doesn't have the spikes. Yes. Well, well, think of take her and a, a compare to Sledge. Yeah. Um, they recently seen Sledge on the blog. Um, and he does an enormous amount of single target damage. He doesn't hit multiple models. He's hitting one person yeah. really, really hard. Vashon Cinder with Sweeping Charge has the capacity to hit multiple things. And even though that she's not like a fully AOE model, she doesn't have Scything Blow, for instance, no. but she, she still classifies as someone that's going to go in at multiple enemy models. So her single target damage kind of needs to be the same as or less than Sledge's for them to be in, independent individually, mm. like have some, have some different uses. The other thing as well is she's capable of making five attacks a turn because of Grim Vengeance. Yep. Sledge is only capable of making three, so the, the damage per hit has to be different because yes. they're functioning Agreed. in different ways. Uh, and then we've got Original Cinder, who's uh, got two changes. One of them is just a name change, as far as I can tell, which yes. is Hotshot is now Far Shot. Which upsets far strike. me. That upsets me because Hotshot, in my head, was a reference to one of my favourite action movies of all time, which is <laughs> Dread. And I used to love trying to do my best Carl Urban impression. To say hot shot. I was never very good at it, but I still loved it because we called hot shot. Noted. Um, and then the <laughs> <That's cool>. second <laughs> um, change is her tackle has moved from three Which to two. Is oh. very interesting. Which I think is the strongest change. It seems it's so small, but is massive. Yep. It's huge. It's an automatic tackle with instruction now. It you is. don't even need to bother rolling the dice if you don't feel like it. One of the things that we were overcautious about when we originally released the Blacksmiths was the power of the re- that tackle as a one cinder mm. because of interactions with half and instruction. And the fact that it, with it being on two, you can technically have a diceless tackle from six inches away. And we were we were a little bit worried about that being too strong yeah. when the Blacksmiths were first released. We've now, having, have, having had a, a year extra of data and research plus more time um, we can safely say it's not as bad as we first thought so we can make that change and she can be more reasonable and the other thing that we were concerned about is if we didn't make that change then you'd probably not see normal cinder 
as yeah. anywhere near as much compared to veteran Cinder. Because so now you have huge. you have like a, a properly legitimate reason to take her. She because she has the, the you know a great range tackle, which is legitimately good. See, and if I'm I'm I, not, I still I disagree with that. I'm not the best player, but a lot <laughs> of, thank you. Um, a lot of the time since Vet Cinder has dropped, I've st- I still keep, keep playing O'Cinder because my thoughts are a lot of the time you give her one and she doesn't really do a great deal. Maybe she'll get you a momentous dodge. But sometimes there'll be a situation you can give her four and she'll just win you the game because she gets a goal when no one else should have been able to get a yeah. goal. Mm-hmm. You just give her, you get her instruction and she just sort of sprints up, steals the ball, shoots, and it's, it's fantastic. I, I find it being down onto two just gives you the like poker face during the drafting where. You hold your cinder pick till the sixth. Yes, and I then force you to make decisions based on if I if I pick cinder and you don't have close control, you're f- fucked. Yeah, like there's there's that. At least with the tackle wing on three, you had the I'm gonna hide it on something or I'm gonna put it somewhere or it's just that there is the it's chance on, that it yeah. doesn't work. Like I like the idea of I, after playing. Um, more blacksmith since we've come up here because mm. I've not really played much against the guys because we've been trying out new things. But blacksmith yesterday was the net hit was just so strong. Yeah, just not being able to roll dice because you being able to predict in Guildhall, knowing what you're going to be able to do, being able to set up your activations after something was just savage. And I'm worried that having the tackle on two forces someone to have have a close control model in the team. Like, I think it gives Blacksmith a really strong hand. Yeah, fair enough. I, I'm fair enough. not so, like, but I mean, the other thing the, is... The other part of that, the example you gave as well, is do you think that you're probably going to get a little bit of a, a sneak peek of whether they're going to take which version of Cinder if they've taken half beforehand as well? If they're saving that to one to the six, for instance. I can't see a Blacksmith thing without half, in my opinion. It's tough to see a, a Blacksmith six without half an eye. Uh, half an eye I do yeah, agree. I still think they're in the most of the time. I think with the changes we'll come on to overall, there's yeah. still arguments for, okay, maybe you don't take them if you're taking a specific kind of team, maybe. I, I still Go think three, overall, yeah. I think they're still <laughs> cornerstones. Three of these changes, my stylistic uh, style of Blacksmith thought train was, you take your captain plus alloy because you're always going to have him anyway. Agreed. And then half comes in later because she's not going to be your captain as much. Half by now, now with the captain choices you have, personally, I've we'll get onto it later on why half I think is a really, really strong captain yeah. choice. I would now be tempted to be going cool half alloy, deal with it. Yeah, because true. then true. in your mind already from the start, you've got four picks to make with in mind of you have to drop your close control models. Mm-hmm. If you do drop your close control models, I know I know from as soon as you drop that that you're going down a more football-y line, sure. give or so take. I to so I can stuff. switch to whatever I want. I find their draft setup is so strong now. Yep, yep, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, agree. I agree. Okay. Yeah, but so, Osinda just was was great, now even better. Twice at Vengeance, I missed instructions, tackles from range because I couldn't hit one success. Mm-hmm. Once was against Bryce and I, and I was just like, he just looked at me and was like, it's yeah. furious I think he then killed her well that's so the other thing yeah. she's still A very squishy she's a 3-1-13 boxes and B if you can base, to, base her with a 2 inch model say or just get a 2 inch model to engage her she's got to use the hot shot to disengage mm. It's or fast strike sorry to disengage change my hot shot on this <laughs> <laughs> she's got um, to fast strike to disengage it's there's definitely still ways to shut her down. So I don't. I think the tackle on two is great. I just don't think it breaks her, which is great. Ultimately, there is a choice to make, and it's a good yeah. choice. It's choice. like it's not like oh, I'm always taking this model. I know in discussions we've had with people over the last couple of tournaments, everyone's been like, "Vetsinder's amazing. I'll never take Vetsinder again." 
this real it's one little change but it means so much two very different routes two very different um, players yeah. people I'm excited players. that we have that choice it's yeah. good 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 uh, the next <coughs> oh hello uh, the next pair is Anvil and Sledge. We they were on the blog, so everyone should have seen the changes by now. There are a lot of changes in the cards, so I'm not going to read them all out. Yeah, go find the blog, find the cards. Uh, um, but it feels like very much that Anvil is the we're going to fight, but we don't want to die in response. Yeah. Captain, as opposed to Furnaces, we're going to fight and we're going to go that way. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Anvil is when, he, when he's captain, it's we are going to face tank the world. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He is the big guy with a shield. When everyone saw the model, it's like, you're not going to be able to kill him. Yeah. Before we see the guy, it's like, that's obviously like his design space. He has mm. always epitomized what, I, what the blacksmiths are in my head. The appearance and, and in theory, the play style. In practice, he was like very hard. Hammer to, and anvil. Yeah, exactly. He was very hard to get the most out of. I mean, obviously, in the last few months, suddenly, or a couple of months, rather, yeah. Captain Anvil has come out as this new style of... It's, it's been a year or so of, of blacksmiths, and suddenly Captain Anvil has, has made his way, and I think it's obviously the appearance of Cinder that tweaked it, there was a way to play uh, her. Um, but now, I think, with his changes now, I think he's a, he's a solid he's a solid pick. Yeah, definitely. I, I was definitely getting progressively more nervous for the, for the Anvil Sledge reveal, <laughs> as more and more people were taking and then winning with Anvil as captain. <laughs> <laughs> captain Anvil, Anvil, sorry, one over open. Ooh, uh, well, it's probably fine, it's fine. Giblin, where's that block? I want to tweak it. <laughs> it's fine, I think. I, I still don't think he's like, he's a little higher on the power curve, but he's not, he's not busted now. Do you think the increase in taking them, though, was revolved around the Vets in the introduction uh, absolutely so, absolutely yes. yeah 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 and maybe with her tweaks and the tweaks to the rest of the guild it wasn't that's it wasn't it people relearning and re-understanding the models that they had it was the introduction of something else made them more powerful yeah yeah and yeah. i think that's happened a few times in the Cough, history of the game and it's, always, it's, it's, always, it's always good to see that happening i mean another time we saw that earlier in the year was but there was a slight uptick, uptick in the amount of times that people were taking scalpel because of battery hemlock and he definitely makes scalpel a bit better yeah. Um, so why did he not have a brewer book back in the day? Uh, that was because he had the plus one tack on the legendary. Right, so the, the idea was that he yeah. and he also had single that on his playbook as well. So he could kind of give himself that artificially. Mm. But there's no need for that anymore because obviously the legendary's changed as well. Mm. Why would he have a brewer book? Because, because all, all the masters, masters have playbook short than attack. Oh. Yeah. Welcome to blacksmiths. Okay. Someone's not been paying attention. Good knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> and sledge is just. The single target damage. I want that model not to be on the table anymore. Done. <laughs> do you want to do eight eight damage without even rolling a dice? You can do it. It's fine. No, you can't. You can't get to the eight without rolling a dice. No, no, but you can do, you can do three pole driver. Oh yes, sorry. Yeah, four, yeah, you can do buy a pole driver. Four. I mean, frankly, with a singled out instruction and pole driver, you almost do just automatically get to the eight. But that's three influence you've put into before you do that. If you want to roll high damage numbers, there is no better model than Sledge. <laughs> this is so man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, at the playtest today, I think it's just because people fear change. So I was like, oh my God, I've lost my like auto-tackle, which I, because of football, I love that auto-tackle. And the more I've been thinking about it, the more I'm just like, I really am looking forward to just going eight knockdown. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I'm looking forward just to more. Just the eight? Sorry, I was going to say, just the eight. Just wait till the day that you end up rapping and you'll sit there going... Mom ain't knocked down pile driver. <laughs> They're not by my next attack. Yep. That's what you want. He's going to be great. I think the loss of knockback, I'll miss it, as Barry says, because an automatic attack will push on one is great, but I didn't really play him 
to be fair. No, so I, I can't lament it. I've played too much. a lot. This is a good example of refocusing what our model is designed to do. So yeah. Sledge definitely has like a, a backup ability to play with the ball that's not bad actually. Like long bomb, ten, potential 10 inch pass is definitely nothing to sniff at. Mm. And the fact he has a tackle on mine is always very, very handy. But we just needed to refocus him around the fact that he's just meant to deal an insane amount of damage with his hammer. And that's what we would like people to be using him for. Yeah. So even though it was a quite a nice thing for him to have previously, it wasn't like what we wanted him fair. to be used as. Mm. And I think the drops and pushes is much nicer now. Like, you know, two and four, um, they're, they're, they're much more achievable. And because he doesn't have knockback, they're not a problem. I'd like to ask one thing, though, if I may. I'm surprised he gained a hit point. Mm. I was expecting, because, you know, obviously Smith's apprentices are traditionally, they sit around 12 points on average. The, definitely the Def 4 ones are all 12, I think. Yeah, they, they hover they hover between 12 and 13. I yeah. think they're all, they're, they're all either 12 or 13 now as well. Um, so what was just, was it just that you thought he's definitely going to be taken more, he's going to get up on people's grill more, even more than he did? He needs a little bit more resilience? I think just, this, this, is, this is not a simple answer to that question. Okay. So I'll start with the, the bigger picture stuff, which is, the blacksmiths deal damage in a way that's different to every single other guild in the game um, because they lack certain things. They lack a damage dealing captain that will do momentous damage, big stack of influence is turned into a big stack of damage plus momentum. Yeah. The blacksmiths don't have that. So their damage uh, in big chunks needs to come from their apprentices and they themselves therefore need to function differently to any other type of squad in the game because they're allowed to have bigger caps in damage. But obviously we're rolling that into the fact that they also want to be reliant upon their masters to achieve yeah. said damage. Otherwise they're just kind of, they're, they're going to be really good damages on their own but they can achieve like properly stellar amounts when they've been set up Absolutely. properly. Um, and I've lost the point I was talking about now. Why you got the hit point? That was it, yes, right. So, so when it comes to, yeah, so when it comes to like them having to rely upon their apprentices, you are having to play this risk reward game of I'm just trying to stack this apprentice up, it needs to do a lot of damage before the opponent can come in and just remove it from the table. Fair. And a single extra hit point is going to make a difference, but mm. it's not going to set the world on fire in terms of Sledge being removed from the table. But it's, it's just enough to matter because they are so... When they, these takeout teams that you can build the blacksmiths now are reliant upon models like Sledge to go and do some Absolutely. work. So it's making sure we've got a fair degree of push-pull between the opponent can take him out and has the potential to remove that stack of influence before Sledge can do damage, but Sledge can take a couple of hits if you're feeling risky enough if he's standing close to the opponent is he in Sentinel like there has yeah. to be a game there about whether he's going to be killed before he can activate or not and we just felt the appropriate point for that to, mm. to be was at one point of health higher so it's, it's well, a simple question with a really complicated answer no a lot but, but, but a very comprehensive answer well is there, there any merit in the whole, 12 a six stat captain can just go one two six times yes absolutely yeah, yeah. That and now sense. they can't that's a very good observation I did not clock that yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it, like one hit point in this game is significant. So, yes. the, but the fact that he's still one hit point more killable than a uh, fourteen health uh, player, which you know, four or fourteen health is kind of the fourteen fifteen health is kind of the, it's, it's the, about the, the standard stat line for defense and health. Yep. So the fact that he's still a little bit squishier keeps him in the apprentice bubble. Yeah. So yeah, I was just but, curious. I mean, Avalon Sledge, I was playing him. Mm. I think a lot of people are going to be playing them. You're going to have a sledge hipster on. You yeah. played them before. The I was there. Yeah. Need a t shirt. Yeah. I should get one made up. Yeah. Yeah. No, you want a vintage jacket with Ambulance Sledge on the base. But I was, really cool I was never a person that would have played him as a captain. But we'll come on to that when we talk about captain choices. Sure. Yeah. So I side I point, I really enjoy winding up uh, Bryce about Anvil as well because uh, like, the reason why we set a 19 health points before is because of like, debates between me and Bryce about the fact that he should be one of the hardest models to kill in the, one of the hardest models to kill in the game. Yeah. And Bryce was like, well, he's too hard to kill. I'm like, okay, the thing I kept throwing at Bryce was statistically he has died in every single playtest game we've played. <laughs> and, and I was like, so every, every single time we play a game he gets taken out. It's like, okay, Jeez. but I'm killing him with Ox. I'm killing him with Hammer. And like, it doesn't matter. The stats say. He dies. <laughs> he yeah. dies in every single game. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. 
doesn't matter what you've taken out with. Uh, um, check my maths. <laughs> yeah. He needs a buff. Yeah. 100% <laughs> of games, he gets taken out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I just going for the Masters now because the apprentice is at like 4 2, such an egregious stat line to kill. I'm just like, I'm yeah. just going to kill Furnace. It's fine. I like killing these just with ranged plays because then you'd have to worry about their armor. Yeah, right, yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm, yeah, this poison, have this on the stage. Kiss, kiss. Right. Season 4. I'm so looking forward to playing these guys. Right. Yeah. Uh, next pair is the Ferro Iron Pan. Ferrari, seems like all of her changes are to do with dropping the amount of tokens she has. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was hard not to. 16 or 17 tokens you get in a token set for her. She's tokens. lost Hobble entirely. Yeah. And her legendary prey is now Tolly in Cheek, 6-inch aura. This model is plus 2, plus 2 move. If a model that uh, if this model has a captain model type, when another friendly model starts advanced while within this aura, it also gains plus 2, plus 2 moves. So it's a, it's a bigger legendary version of Time's Cold. Yes. Yeah. So I think... One of the things that is not necessarily uh, apparent initially is that that will no longer affect Get Over Here. Yes, that is correct. Which is, it's significant when you consider, sort of how, or at least how I play and how several other people play, I think play. Why do you say that? Out of interest. Because he starts in advance. Starts a lot. Right? And dodges in advance. Oh, of course, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So it's, it means that if you're using ferrites or sort of on the first turn, what, what I consider my sort of signature turn, turn one move is... Ferrite comes forward five, sort of second to last, third to last activation, get over here's iron, potentially popping the legendary first. So he either comes forward four, or if I want to pop the legendary and hit Alloy as well to give him stupid range, who's generally kicked off, iron's up six, Ferrite's up seven, so in a good position for next turn, and Alloy and iron have stupidly high threat ranges with all their buffs. Now, iron's ever, only ever coming four, so he's only ever hitting the targets that have either been overextended or that you sort of can impetus into, which gen- then just means you can hit everyone anyway. So that's that is quite a significant buff. It also means she can't pop the legendary and then whiz off and go do something amazing and get the ball maybe and score because then the rest of your team is left twiddling their thumbs, not being able to get upfield yeah, after it. Correct. So it's. I would, I would say. I mean, every com- every competitive game of blacksmith's Gilbert I have played this year has been ferrite captain, mm-hmm. and I would say <laughs> in every game bar about two. I've used the legendary purely to win me the game of her getting that little bit extra. So this for me I'm, doesn't affect the way I play and like setting up the team to do more things. Sure. But I know the way that Dan plays. You love. You've used that for just getting every single member of the team in someone's face. If I don't pop it turn one, generally it's popped at the top of two, and then my entire team can get two thirds of the way onto your side of the field, and it's right yeah. up in your face. I mean, hobble. I think it won me one game against Richard at a tournament with Butchers, where I hobbled brisket, <laughs> and then he was like, damn, I'm at like half an inch out. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so that's that's definitely another ability that's kind of filed under what we did with Fireforged, where yeah. how often does it come up? How many tokens yeah. do you have to mem- remember and have in your collection because of this ability that comes how up? Often so, it, how often do you remember to so have it? Yeah, so, it, yeah, it didn't come up very much at all, so we got rid of it. So yeah, I have to admit, I was I was nervous like at the play to stay when we were saying that you're going more beat down rather than football with them. I was nervous that she was going to get. If you remember as well, during that day, I told you it was a very slight. Adjustment. Yes, you did, but do, I didn't believe you. Do you think? Do you think uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you. I told, I told you what I told you what I thought was the truth. Do you think yeah. that that was a truthful statement that it was a slight? No, adjustment? absolutely. Okay. She's still fantastic. She's still exactly how I like to play this game. Yeah. I'm really excited about. I, I I think there are people out there that are going to think that she. That there, I think there are people out there that are going to be expecting bigger changes to her than have mm. occurred. Yeah, well, mm. I, if I'm honest, I assumed that she'd go like a three six kick or something. I really. See, I was convinced it'd be four six. I was convinced. I just thought 
An 8-inch kick was just surprising. I think she'll drop to a 4-6, which is a significant change, but she's still baller. Because she's one of the few masters that actually outputs points. Yes. Yeah, and, and not on their legendary turn well, in season 4, at least. Was, so, yeah. maybe not. Yeah, now legendary turn, some other masters can output points, I guess, but yeah. certainly Ferrite was really the, one of the few masters who could reliably output Get shit points done. on a legendary. One of, the things that, one of the things that I think people are constantly surprised at when it comes to making changes to existing models and just as a point on game development in general is how little change it can often take to a model to make such a difference on the table. Yeah. Or to make a difference to your selection rates. Like It doesn't take big changes all the time at all. Sometimes they're warranted. Absolutely. Um, but a lot of the time it's just something small. Point, point in case, normal cinder. Yeah. Oh, so her tackle move, one play with position, that is a huge change. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to Iron, I'm going to start with the... Uh, the bottom and work up. Okay. Uh, he's lost a hit point. Oh no. Down to 13. <laughs> try and hard. So flimsy. <laughs> try hard is now uh, a trait, not a heroic. So net, you still uh, spend the same amount of momentum to do it. It's just cleaner. It, it, yeah. fun- functionally identical, but yeah. you don't have to declare it. Uh, mm, that's the character. Uh, so impetus has now dropped to plus two, plus two move. Yep. And then Fine. he's <laughs> gone to death three. Yes. Jamie, what? I have a question. <laughs> Why is he so much better now when he was freaking fantastic beforehand? Was this an error on the card? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's been highlighted in red. It's an intentional so change. Because he's, he's changed. He's so sure? He was a 2-2 before, but and you if, could easily make him a 2-3, and that was really hard because he's so close control. Allow me to answer your question with a question. <laughs> okay. um, if he's left at 2-2, hmm. and Impetus stays at 2-2, the, all, all the other changes we've made there, but he stays at defence 2 do you take him in fighting teams over models like Sledge, over models like uh, Veteran Cinder, and maybe even Cast? Do you take him in those teams? And it's if you are, why? I mean, you've got a valid <laughs> argument, and I really don't like it. I don't, I stop <laughs> attacking my logic. Sometimes you want to fight things that want to play with the ball as well, and he's got close yeah. control and close control. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah. reason I take yeah. him now is so that I can do my fun idea, which is what I call the Lament configuration after the puzzle box in Hellraiser, <laughs> which is what you do is you put Iron in Sentinel in yep. cover yep. with at least one other two inch model helping him and you play you played against navigators yep. and then you also put burnish which will come to the change to burnish yeah you put him you yeah. put him within within uh, one yep. inch of him and then it's that's going nowhere that is a box you do not get into and yep. as the players are revealing their cards you turn around with a smug grin and go burnish <laughs> captain iron yeah hmm. So what I heard so you want the football. I'll return to what I was talking about with in, yeah. in, intended playstyles. Yeah. And as well as defining an intended playstyle and use for each master as a captain, we've also done that with some of the apprentices as well. I talked about Veteran Cinder being like the designated AOE damage model yes. of the apprentices. Yeah. Sledge is de- designated single target. Even though apprentices are meant to be less resilient than the majority of squaddies normally, Iron is kind of the one whose whose job is to be the most resilient of that bunch, which puts him in a really weird place. He's the MT. Yeah, so... He probably gets to be with those stats, and not even not remembering Sentinel for a minute. But even just with those stats, that probably puts him as more resilient than the majority of squad is in the game. I absolutely agree. But it doesn't make him anywhere near as resilient as like master blacksmiths. Doesn't make him anywhere as resilient as like the most resilient models in the game, in my opinion. Uh, If when you start factoring Sentinel in, then certainly he does. He he does. He does get up there. Uh, But that's that's a playstyle thing. it's it's you should be doing this uh, thing. Mathematically, I mean there are there are differences in terms of like the, the size of the dice pool, etc. But mathematically, there is not that much of a difference between three three stat line and a four two stat line. They're both very very good defensive stat lines. Yeah, so I suppose they're broadly comparable at least. Yeah. 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 yeah so G- generally, you, when you've got more armor, it's better when you're fighting against small dice pools. When you've got higher defense, it's better when you're fighting against. So it's better against strikers. 
Yeah. Fair against navigators. He's still a really... Oh, sorry, mate. I was just going to say, I really... The, the ball. Let's not... We shouldn't just skip over the impetus no. did lose two inches. Yeah. That is a thing. That, yes. that 10 inch charge And we know he's got a bit slower because of Ferrat as well, because what you just said. And I actually didn't know before, so well done. You know. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just casually... Just get that man yeah, That was definitely an intended up. change. <laughs> 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 we meant to do that. So <laughs> we, we knew all along it's fine. It's fine. Overall, Iron's threat has been reduced, but his threat was a little bit silly, being able to charge oh, up like Sonic, Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog and launch him across the field. Though, with the game plan, Dex, when you get, I forget what it's called now, but the plus two when you come back on. Yes. yes. And that was on yeah. fast yeah. ground. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to run 14 inches. That was brilliant. Yeah. It was also one that really didn't suit the model. Yeah, when you're sitting and watching yeah, across the table, you're like, yeah. yeah, okay, you've got the striker there, Miss, you know, probably going to be a bit quick. Flint, he's got his football boots on, he'll be all right. Iron, big chunk of iron, he's going to be a bit slow, isn't he? And Barry goes, well, I'm just going to go 14. <laughs> and I'm like, fun game. And I go, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he's on any yeah. one inch He's moving away. 14 because of plus two, plus four, plus this. I'm like, Oh, fine, good game, well done. Yeah. <laughs> when you brought it back on, I was like, do it, Barry, do it. You were like, yeah, okay, I'm going to rock 14 yeah. and shoot. And he, he still goes quite far, but it's definitely a valid point. I'm not, so, I'm not just... someone that normally looks at aesthetics or something like that, but yeah. I looked at the model and went, nah, he's not that quick. He's, he is one of my favourite players in the game, to be honest, just the way that the art was, yeah. the model matches that perfectly. He, he was one of the models I, I was the most excited art. to see. I so. hated him when he first came out. I thought he looked stupid, and then... <laughs> like, as in when I saw the when I saw the picture of him, and then I got him in my hand and I painted him up, and I love it. It's it's it shows the difference between when you see a model like as a render or as a piece of um, or like as a photo rather, and when you actually get the model in your hand. It was cast. Also, it was so, cast. So cast was the one. Extra exclusive for you. There is an alternate iron sculpt coming later this year. <gasps> Six o'clock. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> New trousers, please. I'm a lot of like because oh. I again didn't like the iron sculptor initially, but as soon as the background piece for it went up, I was like, yeah, okay, that's exactly how that model should be. Yeah. That the, the 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 background piece for iron is what I think probably joint my joint favourite of those pieces. Sure. What, so why are we getting an alt sculpt? Is it going to be in conjunction with something else? I can't, I can't tell you why that is. Well, just be, like, it's, it's coming later this year. Will he be curled up like Sonic the Hedgehog because that's how he moves when he impetuses? It's, it's a running pose. <laughs> oh! Rugby. Rugby <laughs> iron. You need to remember that you're going to kill people's ears. <laughs> People listen to this in headphones. Right? They, they so what I'm going to say, they knew what they wrought. <laughs> I tried to listen to our podcast twice and it deafened me on the track. <laughs> Just so you know, the spikes have become a lot bigger since you started talking. So, you know, glass houses, John. Mm. It's fine. People like my voice. But, well, okay, in my head now, it's, you know, you know, Catalyst, suppose, where he's got the thing under his yeah. arm and he's doing like that. It's something along those lines. No, it, can't, it wouldn't be. Well, do, you reckon it's like, do you reckon it's like shoulders down with a rugby ball? Well, he is a battering man. He's playing rugby, isn't he? So he's like got so the ball. You're there. saying he's got siege equipment? Yeah, yeah. Bonus and cards? Yeah, okay, let's move on. <laughs> I, lo- I love Iron. He got better. Yes, he got worse, but he got he got better. So there's a fair few changes on Burnish. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at a lot of red text. So Flame Belch has dropped his damage, it's now two damage. Uh, reduction has become a trait. Uh, I believe it is. It's a two inch. Using the new uh, AOE wording, it's two inches within. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and still does the same thing. Remove the conditions, gain burning. Uh, then reinforce plating, which is <laughs> his old uh, glut plating, or whatever you want to call it, is a one-inch aura. Once per turn, when a friendly model within this aura is hit by an enemy character play, 
the model hit may ignore all damage and effects from the character play. Legendary play, covering fire. Uh, this model may use character play once per uh, during action without turning influence, same as it was. Mm-hmm. If this model has the captain model type, its reinforced plating becomes a six-inch aura and may be used twice instead of once. Mm, yeah. Rules-wise clarification: this can block plays off the playbook. Yes. Yep. And it no longer needs momentum. Yeah. Spicy. It's naughty. Fuck. In yeah. terms of kickoff defense, one of the strongest in the game. You Again. kick off with alloy, and you just or whoever you want to, and you jump burnishing behind them, sit there. Yeah. And they're not puppetizing, puppet mastering. You're not getting that bolted. None of that. Mm. Or you put the ball on iron and he stands in cover. <laughs> yes. The lament configuration. <laughs> you see, we have such sights to show you. It does feel like, because there was, you know, a lot of, there's been a great introduction of things that can take the ball off a model from somebody else. Yes. It's like, oh, here. No. <laughs> Love it. Let me just casually shut that down for you. But where, where do we go in tournament games when someone's chose their decision and they can take it back with this? 2.6. Hashtag, Hashtag 2.6. 2.6. <laughs> <laughs> now Jamie looks good. <laughs> Damn it, you guys. So, so it feels like he's lost a lot of his uh, front-ended damage. Damage output, yeah. Like he's no longer going to be almost totaling players on uh, the first turn, although he does still take them close, so mm. he pro- probably still does it over the 10 boundary. But now his support has <coughs> been elevated a lot. Yeah. In, in terms of pick rates for this model, it's quite interesting because we were starting to see this guy get picked quite a lot as a captain, mm. but you don't often see Burnish in Season 3 picked as just a squaddy model. Um, whereas you probably see him in equal to or slightly less amount as a captain, mainly because, I guess, other captain models are becoming better choices mm. um, from what they were. But also, he's a much better choice as a non-captain model now because of the strength of reinforced plating. Yeah, yeah I like He's just a squatty. really, really good tech piece, which is always what he was de- designed to be as a master. He's like the tech piece Absolutely. captain. So basically, you play him against a team which has taken, picked a squaddy who has one of those ranged ball recoveries, sure. or you take him into like players who or teams that depend significantly on their ranged plays which currently for example we're, we're reviewing this in season with season three players in mind for example Mortz because he allows you to re- ignore things like Puppet Master that sort of thing yep. yeah or well, the fish lure and drag yeah, there and you go like, yep. knock down bolt off salvo which we've already seen on the card yeah on the blog uh, flawed bolt I think it is flawed yeah. bolt yeah. But so yeah. back to season two. I mean it was I think a vengeance I I think I was in the minority actually when I was talking to the other blacksmith players. Mm-hmm. I think I went ferret and pretty much everyone else had gone burnish and it was all because of the tooled up yeah. yes. just four damage four, three four, times. Four. Yeah. And, and, and again, harking on that same message, just to, just about his intended playstyle. His intended playstyle is not to be burning gunland from across the table, blow mm. things up. Yeah. He, he like he can add damage to the team if you want if you want to use him for that, fine, but he's intended to be tech piece of the team yeah. for certain situations. Well he, him and uh, Vet Cinder were bonkers. <laughs> I played at the club just a friendly the other day and it was just like Bosh, bosh, bosh. What's that? You're nearly dead. She charges in, kills the world. Yeah. We, yeah, we perfect. played a couple of Black Ships Mirror matches, didn't we? Before, oh, yeah, we a did. Couple, a couple oh. of weeks ago. And into the mirror, we had. Okay, I don't know how to play this right, but I'm going to take Burnish Captain and then take Vet Cinder. And he did exactly what he did. And against the low def blacksmith teams, putting 12 damage on a couple of models, sometimes killing an apprentice in the, in the bargain, and then you throw Vet Cinder in and you wipe out two models in two activations. Mm. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the reduction as well, I'm finding that. The more I've played, I've been playing a lot recently comparatively to before, and conditions are a big thing. Mm. So once a blacksmith's team, if you if you get scattered with poison across three of your models, it's worth clumping them up to reduce it to fire. Yep. Because Anvil taking two doesn't like that. 
or once he's on fire as well, poison and burn. Mm. He doesn't like three. But if you can wipe them off and just make it so he's just got ticking tick the one. Like leaving till last, if you're playing a butcher's team, which yep. currently quite a lot of bleeding, I imagine they probably still will. <laughs> if you've got, say, two or three players bled and they're apprentices, for example, getting rid of that is huge. Yeah. It's just knowing when to get rid of those conditions I mean, before they can be reapplied. I was just going to say, I don't think I would have ever... I don't think you take Burnish unless he's your captain. That's how I thought about him before. In season three. In season three, I wouldn't. I just don't get why you would. If you take him, he's your captain. And we're going to have a captain choice, but now he just feels like, yeah, I'm going to take him for very specific matchups. Yeah. And it is like you say, it's the Morts. Not so much matchup choice when they put someone down. Yes. Yes. Forgive me. Yeah. Exactly. But he's he's also a legitimate choice as a non-captain model, which he wasn't as much as. I didn't. He didn't feel that way. No. And now it does. So good. All right. Uh, Cast. She uh, has gone up to move seven nine. She's now in eight death four, but has lost charm mail. Yeah. She's gained the swift strikes uh, change that we saw on the salvo blog, where it's two inches, but only during her activation. Yeah. Uh, Burning Passion is now only playbook damage results, so no longer triggers on Shield Glare. Seems fair. And then her playbook has changed slightly. She's gained a one-inch dodge on uh, one, yep. which is I'm assuming because Swift Strikes no longer uh, is on the counterattack. Correct. And then the Momentous Guild Ball and the Tackle result have swapped columns. <laughs> That's actually quite a big change. Because the Guild Ball previously was... Not difficult, I suppose difficult here, but it was more of a coin, it was more, worse than a coin flip, in fact. Whereas it being on the two, even you know, with no help, attack five, it is a coin flip. Which it's like it's a cheap, yeah, exactly. So, this is the blacksmith's way of this of getting the ball off models with close control, this or at least getting it off that model, not not onto yours, but you know, flinging a shield at them. It feels like so. Oh, sorry, no, no problem. I was going to say to summarize. To summarize uh, with Cast, she's a good example of we were already kind of happy with her intended play style. She's a bit of a jack of all trades. Mm. She does a little bit of everything quite well, um, but her selection rate was a bit low, mm. and I think that's mainly because she just wasn't really good enough at any one of those jobs. So we just generally gave her an all around increase in power. And the the change on Burning Passion came from a standardizing of that wording, uh, not as a yeah. not as a not because of something we needed to do to cast but because now Burning Passion works in the same way as like uh, Shuffle Booting for instance mm. okay, it's, yeah. it's phrased on, on Hooper that's only play but damage so all of, that's, all of those phrasings for the plus damage if you're suffering X condition is have been standardised to be this um, but otherwise we've just made a generally stronger all around really one of the weird things we noticed as well actually when we actually did the math of it with some of our playtesters is that when she was have her old move start at five, five, eight, I think it was Yeah. when you include all the different ways that apprentices can move that made her the slowest apprentice <laughs> and that wasn't intended to be the case that's a fair um, observation yeah, yeah it's not something you'd realise straight away but when mm. you actually go and do, sit down and do some of the numbers that was the case so, yeah. so it gave her a bit of adrenaline shot really in the end yeah, it was weird. I, I never disliked her. When we, we first got her, I was like, oh, she's good. And then we were looking at like, the tooled up and the burnings, going, oh my God, four on two, yeah. amazing, blah, blah, blah. But it, I, for me, it was the interaction with the master is why I didn't take her. Okay. It was like, Ferret and I had that great synergy with the pull, so it was like, okay, I'll take him as my damage guy. Mm. And then Sledge and Anvil, well, he gives me plus three hits, and I might hit seven, bong. Mm. So it just, that's how it felt and Furnace could give her fire and it was like oh I don't really need Furnace then and so when we when we were making the connections between Masters and Apprentice some of them were made like direct connections like your Anvil and Sledge you don't really tend to take Sledge without Anvil but some yeah. of them we intentionally wanted to muddy the water a little bit just to give people of the course. option of messing yeah. with the Master Apprentice combos if they wanted to which I think Cinder is the other one that strikes me is that each, uh, I don't think Cinder's either of the Cinder's really depend on um, no. Furnace right. yeah. so I think as soon as we saw the sword we, we were all saying Sit, oh, Cinder's uh, master is actually Hearth. 
Yeah, yes. not Furnace. Yeah, and I say Castle Master yeah. is actually Furnace, in my head at least. That's like saying alongside this though, so my liking of Half becoming a lot more prevalent we, we, in my team. No, but it's to do with Cast. Yeah. It's the, I get an auto-momentous play because I can. Mm-hmm. So for yeah. example, I can momentously, momentously lower someone's defence from six inches away and I don't roll for it, mm-hmm. which is really strong. Or I can momentously dislodge the ball without rolling for it. Is Again, it, is it that really kind strong. of phrasing is interesting to me because a lot of the times when you do that, it'll be against a high defense model. You kind of like it's like I don't know, nimble velocity sixes. I might get some misses. I might I might not hit any of these rolls. Where in that situation, that's all it really is is a diceless character play. But in majority of situations, I think it's generally I'm going to put instruction there to at least guarantee me this is a minimum, and then we'll see what extra I get on top of that. It's just a different way of looking at mm. like is it, what it, you're looking to get out of an attack. It, it probably is, but. But, for example, later on in the book, where it's um, push-dodge, yeah. I can't see a situation where I will be taking GB push-dodge over momentous GB double-dodge. Okay. No, it won't be double-dodge, because that is not playbook damage. Correct. It's not playbook mm. damage. That is a character play. It's That's changed. Why it's Swift, no, Swift Strikes... Swift Strikes is... Not playbook damage. That's better. So question. Swift Strikes is like the one that. Oh um, yes, the, the yeah. one that Salvo's got. Yes, you no, you're right. quite right. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. sure, sure. I for example, I have. I, right. I guarantee myself GB double dodge. Mm-hmm. But as you say, you roll the dice. Cool. I'm still going to roll. I'm not yeah, going to yeah, be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. probably would, but I'm not going to be the guy that goes. <laughs> I'm just going to take this result. Sure, 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 sure. Like I'm not going to roll this dice. But here you go. You could rap, and it would be hilarious. But the GB double dodge, whatever. You're sitting there and. Being able to guarantee yourself to set up results, just as I've said before, the um, being able to sort out your next activation and knowing you're going to do it is planning that other teams just don't have. Yeah, like true. veteran decimate, I'm charging someone that's a, oh, I'm charging someone that's a two-two. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna knock down stagger. Yeah, you're not because you can roll all once. Yeah, yeah. there's the definitive. It might not happen. Yeah. I mean, you don't. You always get it. Yeah, zero percent. Yeah, zero percent. But there's, there's other situations where, for example, you're going against the five, the five O model, and you're like, well, I only need one six dice. I didn't get a five. Sure. Oh wait, this is no. You are minus one defense. You are yeah, minus yeah. one attack. You're getting those sorts of things. And with again, half we'll get onto later. Enabling it to do that more often is just. I really like with cast. It feels. <coughs> I like the fact that the tackle was switched with the GB because it feels like her way of tackling is knocking it off of you mm. and then switch striking yeah. round to it. Yep. Which is yep. which I like. I really like that. It feels fun. It, yeah. it breaks up. It, it, again, it's more about giving everyone a specific role and the way they play right, as opposed to they're all kind of much of a much is that sort of mm. thing. Mm. Which they weren't before necessarily, but... I'm looking for... Because I haven't used her in a time I'm really looking forward to using her in now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's weird. It was like that... Uh, in the playbook, playbook, playtest day, I played with her and it was the two-inch dodge. Mm. And it just changed everything. It was so weird. Like two inches is huge. That, yeah. bit, that ability to go in on a two-inch model at one, damage them, and get out of the melee, which I couldn't do previously, Yeah, yeah, was bonkers. She's really good. gone from one of the slower apprentices to probably so one of the quick. fastest. So nimble yeah. with the two inches. Getting, yeah, yeah, you need the stars to align on a ball scatter, but we've all done it where it happens beautifully. It seems to happen with you a lot more it than anyone really else does. <laughs> it's like, okay, if it gets a four, if it's like direction four, distance five, it goes exactly to alloy and everything will be fine. <laughs> four to five. It happens a lot. It's like more, a it lot more than it should. It makes me clench die inside. <laughs> so I'm like, why, why are you making this play? Like on four of the axes, this goes horribly for you. It's funny though. It is funny. (laughs) I think, weirdly, I think she, for me, is 
the most interesting we've talked about so far because over Sledge Sledge I was playing before if you see what I mean and yeah the change is there and it's like but he still does the same in, I'm still looking for the top of his book do you know what I mean it's like I'm still going for that whereas her it feels like more opportunities are opened to me in now that I'm interested in, like oh I'm going to steal the ball and bounce around here and bam 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 bit of pinball which I had not thought about her for before she was just about that tooled up Burning, bash, bash, bash. And how good is she on the furnace legendary turn? Oh, oh, when she can series strike herself with tack six, it's so fruity. It's bonkers. Like, before, she was one of the ones I dropped from my ten. I think it was her anvil and sledge, where generally I just wouldn't wouldn't have them in my ten because I thought other people did jobs that cast did, but probably better or did other things that I wanted. Whereas now, A, I've got a twelve, and B, cast is fighting for that spot pretty well we've got real decisions to make in it yeah right? it was yeah. fucking hard enough I now, think we'll oh, that at the end we will we'll, oh. we'll select a model that we're dropping oh, okay. oh Christ really okay I'm not <laughs> do you want to pause for a moment at this point as we just finished because our food has arrived wow of the week Meat. After having been fed and watered, we are back onto Hearth and Alloy. Hearth's not got a lot of changes. Her double push has moved from four columns... Momentous double push, sorry. Has moved from four columns to three. Yep. And her legendary play, in addition to what it did previously, uh, and now allows her to... It may use instruction three times during its activation without spending the influence. Fruity look fruit. That is spicy. So let's press play on John. Go. That's amazing. <laughs> I really like the ter- like the what I spoke about already. The setting yourself up to go and setting up your future activations. The turn that you pop the legendary on half, knock down. I mean, optimally three people, but let's say two because it's more likely. Sure. You knock down two people. Does she still get the three entrenched? Well? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 She could knock down five. No, you, you, want, you want influence for your apprentices. Yeah, so I'm, just I, I'm thinking that she's got, <laughs> she's been given two, maybe three, and you're going to go for three knockdowns. You've got a three inch melee. You knock down three people from range, setting up, we won't live in magical land. You set up two people with instruction instead of the third person that's going to be an amazing person for instruction. Yeah. But then you've just got on two flanks setting up either a takeout from this side or a, like a goal run from this side, mm. all with plus two net hits setting yourself up. It's just efficient, and yep. I like it. Yep. I think I'm never going to agree with you, but that's fine. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to. I think it's cool. I really like it. This isn't this isn't the part of the discussion of who's 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 going to be captain. So I'm going to try not to. Uh, we'll leave that to later. Shall we actually uh, what, what, the playbook change. Should we let Jamie do his <laughs> yeah. thing first? I was going to say the, re- the reason why we juiced up her legendary play in particular is because she was one of the. We were finding that she was on the lower end of selection rates in yeah. general for the captains. Yeah. There, I mean, I found that personally weird because she from the beginning she was always one of my personal favorites to be as a captain. Really? You are a big fan of Captain Nan. I know this, but yeah, yeah. So uh, like. For example, like Ed uh, has got a really horrible um, memory of us playing another playtest game where he played a version of Mortician that had a lot of Furious models. And it was just a catcher's mitt team. As soon as all the Furious models came in, they got hit, they hit like Anvil in the front end of this blacksmith team. And I was like, cool, right, everyone's got two inch zones now, you're not going anywhere. I've got those attack buffs, and your Furious are worthless. And I thought it was a really interesting way to play. It was a bit grindy, but it, it won the game eventually. And. No one else really seemed to pick up on that. Uh, or not many people seemed to pick up on that. And so we needed to do some her play a little bit to make her a bit more of an attractive option. We also noticed as well is that she's 
say noticed. She's definitely one of the less resilient masters. Like, she's not super easy to bring down, but um, the Sturdy... Sturdy normally amplifies a model's defense quite quite a lot, mm. um, but it mm. didn't end up doing so on half, and we realized that was mainly because a counterattack wasn't potent enough, which is why that double push has moved down. It's actually for a the strength of a counterattack. Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. I can see that, because you bonus time in it's a coin flip. Yeah, so, we, so it's not like a massive increase in her survivability, but it, help, it will certainly help. It will help. I also, sorry to interrupt you there, Baz, I, I also really like her because if you gave her, say, two or three, and you went into sort of one or two people and you decided you didn't necessarily want to knock them down, using the pushes, I always thought it was annoying that the double push was on four because I occasionally hit the three results just missing it. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to bring people with half into positions more favourable for either for the rest of your team or just bring someone base to base with her and then they're really struggling to get away. Yep. Uh, I'm probably doing it wrong, but the only result I thought she had was knocked down on one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally, that's, yeah. That's like, majority of the time, definitely when, true. You're, when your counter-attack is there, <laughs> you're doing it because I'm going to knock you down, so therefore you're using your standing up, uh, you're using your momentum to stand up, so therefore you can't heal, yep. and now I'm going to destroy you. Yep. Um, and then if I knock you down again and you stand yourself up again, then you've got no healing this turn. Yep. Uh, so that's all I was using it for. I understand the yep. idea of pushes, but I don't think the Blacksmith needed to do it as much. I just mean that I, I liked it for sometimes there was a corner case of, oh, actually, I kind of just want to move you a little bit there and the, the double Again, push was just a little this, too high. This, this probably comes from me playing engineers as brewers and then not realising that playing the team that fits what I play is probably better. <laughs> play the team for the playstyle, mate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but pa you're there now. Apparently it works, yeah. You're there. Yeah. But um, I could never see her as a captain previously. I just didn't understand it. She gets two imp max for me in generally the first couple of turns and quite often yeah. she ends up being at the back yep. not as a pseudo goalie but if the ball comes down there I, she's not quick but she's normally enough to get up and pass to someone else or something yep. like that but I could never see her needing the 5 in, which I think is I wasn't looking at her legendary to be perfectly well I was but it was more about ferrite with 5 I get shit done yep. Yep. We, we were talking before weren't we about you put 5 influence into ferrite and you probably get VPs for it exactly yeah. whereas because I didn't see, the, other than like if everyone was next to each other, she could go, you're knocked down and you're knocked down. I didn't see her as a viable captain because of just knocking people down. Yeah. yeah isn't the legendary play, does she come into the discussion? We'll see you later. To me, she feels like, for you, she does. Mm -hmm. She feels like the mid-ground captain, whereas like you want to kill people, you're going to take either furnace or uh, anvil, and you're either not going to die while killing people or you're going to kill people and kill mm. people. And you've got uh, like Farrite, uh, not Farrite, uh, Farrite and... Uh, Faris, who are the sort of more football-oriented captains, and she sort of sits in the middle. She doesn't give as much like dice, as many dice as Furnace does for the purposes of like killing people. Mm. But she lets you change those two net hits into either damage or tackles, depending on what you need for the time. Mm. So oh, I, I see it getting popped at the start of turn three, depending on how the game's gone. If I'm winning the fight. I then get to turn all of these net hits into damage yeah. and I get to guarantee myself some big hits and therefore I'll finish you off considering I've damaged you. Or if the fight, if you're not taking the fight, I'm guaranteeing myself a ranged tackle on Cinder. <laughs> Aloe is going to be doing something silly. Shield glare. It's just, it's just all over the place. So yep. it's, it's the one of, I'm not taking that captain on the basis of um, the, the same that we were saying about the burnish match yeah. where I'm worried about like a ranged something. I'll go cool. I'm dropping burnish for X. I'm playing against someone that I know I'm going to try and scrum as. I'm dropping Furnace or Andrew or whatever. This is a, I'm dropping this because then I'll worry about how the game goes on turn three yeah. when I decide that I'm going to win. 
Yeah, if you, if you <laughs> imagine Burnish as being like the tech piece captain, yeah, um, just in terms of like, yeah. general stuff, I guess. So I'm, not, I'm trying to think of a better word than bullshit, but I'm not. I'm just going to go. <laughs> so, uh, but Sorry. half is a bit more conventional tech, where you're going to be, you're expecting to be in a melee sometimes, a bit of a scrum, and you just want to be able to give yourself a lot of options that are generally very useful. I mean, if you're changing a majoritively or any team with a lot of one inch melee zones straight into two inch melee zones when the opponent isn't expecting that to happen, yeah. that can yeah. give a lot of your players extra attack buffs from extra gang ups they weren't getting. It can give your opponent extra crowd outs that they weren't expecting mm. to have. Um, there's just a lot of generally useful stuff you can do yeah. with it and then obviously you've got the instruction on top of that mm. as well yeah you know no if it feels good I think it's just she's a support captain that needs someone who's good at the game and can forward plan <laughs> to use her hence why I don't <laughs> well the instructions to getting three of them for free on the legendary ties quite nicely into um, alloy because you're more often going to want to dish out two inch melees with some of the influence you give her Oh no, the legendary gives you two inch melee anyway. So yeah. that actually doesn't matter. So having free instruction is even better because you can just use your influence for knockdowns. Yep. No, no, we, no. We, we said we, half legendary doesn't give everyone a two inch melee anymore. It definitely does. It absolutely it definitely does. does. Yeah. It's an aura. Right, it's, it's, it's in black because it hasn't changed. I like yeah. it even more. But what I mean is so, I thought it had gone because it wasn't in red. Yeah, so to correct myself, it's, you can use the influence for knockdowns or yeah. I guess if you want to do pushes and that or a bit of damage if you can, you can just knock a couple of people down, free instruction, everyone's got a two inch melee because now to move I don't so, know if you're right yeah. if we move on a little oh, yeah. bit was, so Alloy has received one change I think I think yeah, it's just, just one just, yeah. just the one change yeah so on his arsenal which is his pick one of three mm. that is now pick one of two and he can no longer take the two inch melee yeah so if you want the two inch melee you either need the half legendary or you need to use this yeah so now it's just plus one plus oh kick or anatomical precision which I'm very sad to see go however but it's fair it Alloy was so ubiquitous <laughs> He was, because let's let's face it, he was a great striker. He was also an incredibly useful debuffer with the, uh, momentous dirty yeah, knives nice. on three and an ability to you know get plus net hits, or you can easily get a, a few crowd outs from models that are going to be hard to disengage from. He's got a month three on four, which is not unachievable in the blacksmith team when you can build scrums the way you can. He had and to be able to do that stuff and sit two inches away. He was very, very good. Hmm. He's very, very I mean, good. He's, he's still, still fantastic. Like, because because only one of those things has changed. Yeah, yeah exactly. all, all of the stuff you just said, still there. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's still there. He's still fantastic. But he has got big counter swings. The thing, the fact that he's twelve health and comes back on six, he is glass, which he needs to be because his potential is so high. But I think the fact that he now no man no longer can automatically take a two inch melee means he has to take a little bit more risk when he wants to do the cool shit he's doing. Well, I don't see. Well, his... I'm not sure. Now I think it now pushes you to be able to have a two inch melee and anatomical. Yeah. Well, I like. I really like. He always that. could do that. He could, he could, but which I do 99% of the time. Like what I was going to say is what I'm worried about, for want of a better term, is I kick with alloy every time. So alloy is generally the same. Yeah. Yeah. And the ball, I kick the ball. If they, I always go for a jank kick. If they can get the ball, they pass it to someone. If they pass it to someone with a one-inch melee who's like a four-one or better, a three-one, I'll just go. And now we've got the one momentum point. I'm gonna go more. And the two-inch melee off of half because I would always kick and making sure he was within six. I could always just go tackle, get another mom for bonus time, and go for like a two dice shot through four people because that's how I like to do it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, agree. <laughs> quite often works. Um, 
not being able to take the two inch off her now means I do have to wait an activation. You've got to keep it in your pants for one more activation. Yeah, because I normally I do actually do the instruction, do the use this because I want to be safe. But depending on the boards that and how spread their models are, if you go with well, a one inch model, not a great defence, and I can thread the ball through a gap without losing dice, I'll just do it. Yeah, yeah. So it's... that that is a big that <coughs> activation thing. I personally think is a big change. The, the other thing for me is a significant change because I have never used this alloy. Alloy, sorry. Wow. Uh, not that I can remember. I may maybe I've done it once or twice, but in in my games I can remember my use this go generally goes onto iron, mm -hmm. and that's generally early game. Or very occasionally, if I've got the ball on her, for example, it goes onto Cinder to make her two inch unpredictable and therefore much harder to mm. get to. But t turn one, it's for me, it's alloy. All the See, time. alloy for me. Turn one, it's instruction on alloy, instruction and use this on iron. Iron then gets good over here to pop the legendary on Ferrite if you want to, because she's generally my captain. And those two models have huge threat ranges. They've both got two inch melee, they've both got instruction, which probably was a bit too good and now it's been reduced which is I think fair <laughs> but it also means you'll take anatomical more so Alloy will have an easier time with a lot of targets so I think it's good I think um, Alloy is going to be another one of those models kind of like Ferret where people expected him to get a bigger change than he got yeah I did uh, and, and obviously you guys you play a lot of blacksmiths so that you, you can understand the value of this one small change but it's not as small as it appears yeah. at least in writing um, one of the the thing that we just needed to make Alloy obey, which you've just actually explained in your examples there, is that Alloy was was breaking the, I need to be set up before I can reach my maximum potential. Yeah, exactly. The fact that Alloy could activate immediately after a kickoff, in your example, was meaning, I don't, I mean, I need to be kind of near to my master, but I don't need the help at all. Yes. I can do everything I need to do on my own, not a problem, and just go, well, now is he obeys more of the archetypal master That's presence relationship. Fair. Um, and also just helps him bring him back into line slightly. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. After I, I just had a rate, a, a spate of like Corsair games, and it just see an instruction to alloy that's been given to two inch and so it's been given to an inch instruction takes the anatomical statistically hits the tackle double dodge wrapping to tackle hmm. to take it off of Corsair, and it's won me a couple of games against them where they're like, yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm all, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bosh. Does he? Yes. That's. Eight successes on nine dice against a 3 0. Suppose. Oh, no, but you only need six of them. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry. I'm Correct, right. I forgot, I forgot <laughs> about uh, to include an instruction. Yeah, all right. So it's slightly better than a coin flip. It's yeah. slightly better than a coin flip. <laughs> but it, 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 just, it just works. I'm going to love it. Okay. So very, very, very different example. I remember going into Corsair with, with Ferron and charging at a Corsair at WTC last year, actually. And the guy was like, okay, you're charging at me and you can't get to base. I'll just counterattack and you'll be screwed. All right, fine. <laughs> you didn't realise that I'd that you'd forgotten momentarily that I'd done the the blessing for the free shot first, so he was already snared, and that he was singled out and engaged by a few people. So just, <laughs> just full on wrap the knockdown. Oh, I <laughs> forgot that. <laughs> I do. I do love. I love it. But he is. I mean, he's just brilliant. Wrap the knockdown. My guy. <laughs> but no, it, it, it is. Great. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's a great player. I've, still is. Uh, yeah, and still is. I'm, yeah. li I'm a little sad it's gone, but I kind of like absolutely get it because there's when you're playing, I think, with brand new players with blacksmiths, it has always <coughs> felt weird with blacksmiths because you're like, here are all the rules for your things and all the other teams, and then mine do everything differently. Yes. Kind of just don't obey And it's like, I'm going to get free hits, and I'm just going to get a two weeks from Lee, one of the best things in the game, you know, it's fine. And like, they're always like, is this guy cheating? It always felt a little bit yeah. like that with Smith sometimes. So, well, sometimes. So, 
I get it, and it's fair, and I'm cool. I think it was kind of needed. I think Aloe was probably a little bit I mean, too we've got, you could take. I think it's fair to say the team got better in general. I'm not going to bitch about this one. Yeah, absolutely. And, and thing. the thing is, he still has access to all the same things. Exactly. They just come yeah. from different sources and have to be done differently. Absolutely. And right. Mentor's Dirty Eyes on three. Oh, that's oh, what oh, you oh, want. Oh. And, you, and with, now you will be taking anatomical even more, even if you don't take a two inch. It's happening. I think I was like, taking anatomical most of the time whenever I played Blacksmith because of. Dirty knives on three. <laughs> I've got four influence. That means there's four dirty knives going with four different people. You're all poison. Fuck you all. Yeah. It, is, it is great. And you're back to the shadow. We're back to the shadow. <laughs> I remember playing the World Cup games a few months ago when I got uh, half an alloy with Ox and just to be able to live the dream of oh, yes. Ox legendary turn. Three damage dirty knives on everybody. Oh, oh. I was watching that and it was just what? It was great. Him with half. Got season one flashbacks with Gutter. <laughs> Machine gun got to me. Had a great time. <laughs> Should we move on to the last pair? Yes, please. Let's do it. Right, so Faris and Bolt, the last pair. Uh, I'm going to go there. Faris's legendary play first. She's, she's lost impact. Uh, but I'm going to go to the legendary play before the playbook because it, the, I think the legendary play makes sense in the playbook. Yeah. Uh, legendary play, ride off, six inch aura. This model gains plus one, plus two inch kick. And I make a kick once during its activation without spending influence. If this model is the captain model type, while within this aura, other friendly models gain plus one, plus two inch kick, and may make a kick once during the activation without spending influence. Her playbook, the three momentous uh, results that are the momentous one to push, the momentous tackle, and the momentous double push have all shifted down one column. Correct. So the one inch push is on one, the tackle's on two, and the double push is on three, and I'm assuming that's because she's lost the knock the ball off with a push, her mm. tackle needs to be more easily accessible. Yeah. And, and she's, she's lost, lost impact, impact, which means they can be reduced a bit and not uh, not be silly. Yeah, well, it, without losing impact, she kind of sprints, attacks, and shoots all on one influence, yeah. which seems insane. And, <laughs> and impact got ground unpredictable <laughs> movement. Which I love. Yeah. I really was just saying, just for that reason. One influence, Whee! But it's not just that. She shoots from slightly more than eight inches away? It, well, it depends, because... She's still got to give it a whack, hasn't she? She's yeah. she yeah. around, she can drop the ball... So she can have yeah, a and hit it. Pole of the fuck twelve out. inch. Yeah. No, so she's six base, no, so ten inch. Six base on her own, unless slightly more than ten no, because you're one inch. Yes. Yeah. All's bigger than an inch, yeah. and then you measure from the ball eight inches. Yes. Yeah, I think we both. It was like, it was like however, you need to not be in combat like to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but now you're doing. I mean, double push is low. It's like you bonus time that you probably hit it. <laughs> she's great. If you want to play football. Uh, which I do. hardcore football this is definitely a contender for captain I know I mean a two inch melee model momentous tackle on two yeah. and if you want to play a bit of a mixed team she's got sentinel as well so she's yeah. going to yeah. the team a little bit and that was kind of she was a bit of a cross between the two and we just needed to decide whether she was going to be more of a fighting captain or a football captain and we obviously went down the football route a bit more with her mm. decided that was more appropriate especially for the like the buffs that she's got mm. uh, that quick foot etc um, so I love that free kick so even if you're not playing her as a captain, her being able to suddenly have a pseudo 10-inch kick, very handy. Given the she moves 10 inches as well. Yeah, exactly. Like her with two inf- sorry, one influence, surprise 20-inch striker. Because, yeah. funnily enough, when she was not a captain, well, I've never played her as a captain because I was like, why the fuck would you? Yeah. And the one time in a tournament when I did play against her, I just pooned the guy and I was like, it's because you took her as a captain. <laughs> um, I didn't say that, but that's a different story. Yeah, no. yeah I did not. You won't remember. So, because of that free influence, that changes it. Because it was like, I would charge, tackle, yep. they counter, tackle back, yep. and I'm like, oh, well, I can, I can tackle now. Which, hopefully, you've still got Bolt, and he could, I'm open to get it off her. But it didn't often work like that. 
But that extra free kick means I can do that tackle and then... What you're going to notice with a lot of these Captain Legendaries, now that we've been through all six of the Masters, is that something that I think is fair to say about all of them is that they all have like a free influence value that they're giving to your team. So it's more obvious with things like instruction. That's just three free influence. Yeah. Right? Um, with, it's a little bit less obvious with things like furnace because you could argue that that's extra free bonus times, I guess. Mm. Double bonus time would be serious, right? Yeah. Mm. So I like that. one of the things that we were going through as we looked at all these legendaries is what do we reckon, and I probably couldn't give you numbers, but we were talking about them at least ballpark, how much value influence we think each one of them is adding to the team. And Faris's old legendary wasn't adding anywhere near enough value to the team. Fair. Um, and it's something that the Master yeah. Black, the, the Blacksmiths in general, sorry, not even just Master Blacksmiths, but Blacksmiths in general, we're more... Um, the word like cognizant I guess of how much free stuff they get because they are limited to the 12 influence that's a hard cap on yeah. influence so they get a bit more access to free stuff than anybody else therefore it makes sense to look at their legendary players as like a, a value for economy if you will yeah cool. so yeah now I'm um, is, is there any merit to having a, a first term where Faris collects the ball pops the legendary and you just pass five uh, six times Good. Yeah. Not for me, but for you. Probably. And you sit there with six momentum, and after that person's kick, they then go and do something. And new rules: it's four inch passes on three, so it's all very. Reliable. You're just like you're just Not like four inch passes, but half, half range. Yeah. yeah. So furthest passes. Oh no! Five I'm, I'm in, in my head. I mean, I'm I'm rounding oh, most most of the three six kicks on the team will go up to gotcha. four eight. Gotcha. In which case, it's four well, inches. Three eight and the four eight got sort of five ten and four ten. I know, I'm just saying. Brilliant. My point is. That a lot of those kicks are very reliable I, with their I love rules. how good this legendary is with masters. Keep, keep it all it's in your pants. They've got to be within six for the actual thing. Four ten. Yeah, yeah, but she's a 50 mil base. Yeah. <laughs> Furnace under this legendary is. I just great. like the idea that everyone's standing around at the first bit and they're, they're, their team's doing something. You're going. Possible to you. Possible to me. Looks like a training session. Just have a sit on the other side of the pitch and pass the ball to each other. You're like, cool, five minutes. Each time you make the pass, it's like, make the pass. With no influence used, run away and do what I was gonna do. Pass. Run away and do what I was gonna do, and just set up your turn with like five influence. Well, uh, the engineers used to do that a lot, didn't they? The pin for a while there was a few tournaments, and every engineer's player was pin vice was like I'd kick and they'd go legendary. Pop, 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 and I got all this momentum. Like, okay, great. I don't think he understood what they were doing with it. Possibly, but that's what people do. I'll be honest, I still don't use a legendary. I it's also I, I'm an idiot. That you four stack a, an apprentice, you pass. You then can take the four-inch dodge if you're on the last person. You've still got four influence yep. to go and generate three or four momentum. Yep. I completely understand. It can the, the, be free one. You have to roll for it when they goes. Yes. Yeah. And also, stand next to half and everyone's fucking going. Yeah. <laughs> Match experience. <laughs> the pinball. It's not, I guess it's not a million miles away from what Scatha's trying to do with Snowball, really. Mm. Like if you yeah. That way, yeah. Mm. She's re- moving you over there. I, I think, weirdly... If like we put Blacksmiths down now, and you were like, try the team you're most excited about. She's my insta captain. I can't wait to try her. So as this, a captain, this is just something that's just a, this amuses me as a concept because I've been thinking a bit about Homeland's Cup since the the uh, the World Cup yep. from from SFG, and I just because the Saltar team really really uh, looks interesting. I've just realised if you can make her captain, playing her with the other Saltar models, because technically her legendary should affect them in Homeland's Cup. Because it says friendly models. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> so like, you're playing it that way, yeah. Like, like four, a 3.10 kick on Azimuth? Is he a 3, or is he a 3.6 kick? 3.6. Okay. But like, but just the, the buff you can give to him with a 4.8 with re-rolls and shit like that. I'm just thinking of just, it amuses me. 
I'm going to quickly cover Bolt because it's a very small change and there's only one on the card. Necessarily. He can no longer Shumerang himself. Shumerang is other. So you can still Shumerang friendly <laughs> models without <laughs> Cards on the table, that was an error. It, like, we, it, it was just, my it most favourite thing it about never the came up, It never came up in playtest and there's always one thing you miss <laughs> when you're proofing and the cards went out on day one and everyone went, he can throw a horseshoe at his own head. <laughs> <sighs> God, he can, can't he? <laughs> Boom! Um, get on the floor. Because we never tried that in playtest. It never came up. No one spotted it. So... They're rare, but genuine mistakes do happen. Yeah, so you can still bank it off your friends. Yes. Yeah, you can still you can still <laughs> twat Harris in the back of the head again. <laughs> but they're on the floor now. <laughs> Sorry, miss. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the idea that he's throwing at people and they're just not looking at his... Because if Iron gets hit in the head, I imagine he doesn't hear anything for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah, just... yeah. For the replies <laughs> of next... Someone throws an anvil and it comes off a shield and he just turns around and goes... <laughs> carries on whatever he's doing. It's kind of how I imagine a potbelly pass. It's not that, like, Fangtooth is passing. It's just, like, Brisket and Spigot just doing trick shots off his... No, uh, just just like, that's it. That's exactly what we were thinking about. It's like, yes. this isn't Fangtooth anything to do with it at all. He's just carrying on with whatever he's doing and the he's ball ricocheting off. <laughs> I love that. Have you, you know that bit in Fury? Have you seen the movie Fury? No. The bit where there's a bit where, all these references. There's a bit where they <laughs> shot. There's, there's three or four Shermans, or three Shermans, because the first or the fourth gets killed right off the bat. Get, gets pounced on by a tiger. Spoiler alert. Yes, by the way. Gets pounced on by a tiger. And then they're charging at the tiger, and a shot from the tiger hits the side of the Sherman at like the, the perfect point where the angle of the armor allows it to deflect, and it makes this glorious noise of. This is, yeah, I just to clarify, this is a tiger tank, not a tiger wielding some sort of projectile weapon. No, 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 no <laughs> it's an actual Bengal tiger <laughs> with a, uh, an, like an AEM cannon or whatever. The t- uh, of, of, I think we're going to run What do you want? Big tiger. Okay. 88. 88, there you go. Because <laughs> that's what they did. Military Street University. Nice. I was going to say, I was going to say 80 ish mil, and then it never could be wrong, but luckily I've got a slight backup there. So, Gilball pause. If you did military history at university, do you have a jonesing for a military historical type game? Yes. That was um, easy. Have you been secretly squirrelly and working on it? I cannot that? answer that. Ooh, whenever they say they can't, I say yes. I mean, cannot, cannot, defer, cannot confirm or deny. Well, I look forward to playing it. <laughs> the spikes on the screen were real. People are like, <laughs> the spikes are just completely blued out. <laughs> so, so Bolt. Yeah. Is what we're talking about theory. Theory. Bolt, Bolt. Yeah, Bolt. But yeah. I think, if, in the chats I've had with other Blacksmith players, their two drops have been consistently Ferris and Bolt, mm-hmm. it would seem. That's not how I've been doing it, because I found quite a nice use of them maybe into engineers, and there's that the super janky first turn goal you could do with them, which I love, which is... Bolt getting the quick foot and yeah. then being next to half and he bounces up, gets a goal and then Ferrite has got four inf on the line. Yeah. So when they kick out, you're like, well, my captain's here with four influence. Yeah. And usually I use this because she's like, what are you going to do? Get two goals, turn one. Yeah. But then I found that when I play better players, you can't do it because they go, sure. Okay, I'll just going to fuck your day up now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I stopped doing that. But they still had like great use and stuff. But now, oh, I don't know. Are they your first picks? So they'll be similarly to how... Um, People might have been expecting Ali to get more changes. People might have been expecting Bolt to get a few more yeah. changes as well. Because, because you're right, he's a player we haven't seen as much. But the gamble we're making, I guess, with this is that we we expect that to change based on the improvements to Faris. So yes. obviously, not in every case, but in most master uh, master apprentice blacksmith cases, you take them because of the strength of the pair together. Yes. And we think the weakness in these two is mainly in Faris and not so much in Bolt. I think that's fair. Five eight yeah. kick on the laser into this nice. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. But yeah, the not 
And free boomerang is okay. It's just always useful. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say I don't think the not taking bolt was because bolt was bad. Mm. It was because you couldn't use bolt's without most effective Faris. free. Yeah, he played without anchored, Faris being there. He's anchored to Faris, and Faris was yeah. not great before. Mm-hmm. So, and mm. Bolt's also had another in, in inherent. I don't, I don't know what word but like the fact that passes are now at half range or uh, tap ins makes I'm open significantly better. Implicit. It's an inherent. Implicit. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a soft buff as a result yeah. of complimentary. The, there we go. That's a free sandwich. Mm. Complimentary. Can't wait to put these down. I thought you were talking about complimentary So that's all yeah, of the models. I'm onto which sandwich I have if they were complimentary. Okay. Uh, I think there's two. Like, so it'd be nice to discuss uh, a captain choice because I think that is. The f- Wait, is the Agreed. first thing that yeah, we need a, I think we can all agree we need a five and then right now you're mm-hmm. no, I'm, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm being impartial and sitting on the fence as really? much as possible and then uh, your one drop from your because oh, there are 13 yeah. Blacksmith models but only 12 slots and after the community well after the community event and when the models are designed in May we will have 14 yeah but I'm not willing to <laughs> yeah it's down the road <laughs> yeah. but I would like to have that discussion about what sort of player we might need but Captains. Well, I've, I've already decided who two of the captains I think I want to play, but this is obviously based. This is before I've actually been able to play. But I'm I, I like Smashy Face. Uh, goal, goal score fine. I like Smashy Face. So for me, I'm leaning towards playing more Furnace and Anvil. I want to either hit you really fucking hard, or hit you hard while you can't hit me, or can't I can't hurt me at least. That's what I want to do. So there for me. Looking very fun, and I think Furnace is legendary. Can be oodles of fun. I think take Cast in there somewhere. Take Anvil and Sledge as well. Stupidly fun. Okay. Yeah. Don't everyone, don't everyone jump on at once. There you go. Right. Well, I, I think first up is well, I would like to say that it's good that we can have this discussion because I personally don't think you could like I, that sound might sound a bit wrong, but I don't think in season three there was as much discussion about captains. I agree. I we just don't think it was there. It's, it's, nice, it's nice to hear that back because, as I say, that's one of the aims that we set we out to. So I guess I could, I, could, I could even pose this out as a question. Now, do you think we've met the aims that we set out with? Which one is to improve the discussion over who you would take as a captain? Yes. And two, to make them have like viable takeout teams. Probably the second question is a bit more obvious than the first. But. Mm. I, it's got to be yes to both, right? I don't, I don't, if we sat here with the S3 cards, i go, well, fair up to captain. Burnish is a captain for that blast turn. Yeah. Um... There's something for for Furnace. I get why people like him as the captain. You know, it was all good. I understand it, but I don't think personally that Anvil and Faris and um, Half were captains. I know recently that the 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 Anvil captain thing is a thing, but that was specifically because, well, generally because Vetsin was being introduced. It does seem to be that yeah. way, but I don't think those three were in the discussion, and now they absolutely are. I think it's all very situational, but. Um... One, the team you're playing against, and two, who you're playing. Yeah. Because you'll have, I mean, not just saying it because we all know the people around us, what will they play, but at tournaments when you have the team sheets, you can see what they've played, because mm-hmm. you have that from before. So like, when you're filling in, I took this, I took this, I took this. Well, and also it's on long change now. It's, oh, last last round they played that happened. So yeah. I don't know, so you, you can see the style of it or whatever, but I I like half a middle of the, my, my, my go-to will be half for the middle of the road. You get to choose how, depending on how the, I find half depending on how the game's going is the most useful yeah furnace fine if you're in the fight and you're winning the fight then it's great but if you pop your legendary and all your guys are on five health I'll kill two of them and I'll just fuck your influence up funny enough you attack you don't get you, you don't get to use it if it's dead I have heard that like 
Yeah, exactly. And again, you're going to be tough hiding, fine. Worst case scenario, I'll run away. Tough hide and stoic. We actually forgot to, we didn't really mention much that Anvil got a little faster. Yeah. And that is, I found that relevant on playtest day. I know it's only an inch, shared it, but Every inch counts. it was, it really does. Well, I like the, but is it, is it strike? Strike the iron's hot. It's got while the iron is hot. Yeah, that that's that's hit. That's money, cash money every time I use it. Well, if you include if you include that with the increase in speed, means that big guy's threat is huge. Yeah, yeah. Like it's something I find that um, from having played it with it against blacksmiths quite a bit, <clears throat> that it's something that makes Anvil's activation relevant no matter the situation. So if he's been given to influence, at least obviously because that's the cost of the character's blade, then if some, someone nearby him, he can charge, he can sprint to make attacks, or he can just run around, he can use the ball. If there is nobody else around him except friendly players, he can at least use while the iron is hot and extend everyone else's threat range. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> as, as I know Dan and me spoke about before, hitting on the playbook. It's one of my favourite counter-attacks in the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I hit you moves. A whole team reposition by a counter-attack it's, is naughty. One of the things I adore <laughs> about the Blacksmiths um, is the fact that more than most other teams, it feels like they can turn their counter-attacks into extra influence. Yeah. And like by odd cat like Sledge counter-attacking for a pile driver before yeah. his activation. Mm. <laughs> it's a good yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm getting potentially three. <laughs> That is, I've done it. And like, oh my god! Like disarms and weak points on the counter. Yeah, I think yeah. let's do that more than most of the guilds, and I love yeah. it. Disarms and weak points were ones that were there we yeah. knew of, but it was the the hitting the pile driver, the shield glare, the yeah. dirty eyes, the all of those ones where you're like, oh okay. And even if like, it's like non four, okay. even with that, minus one death, the shield glare, you could like get counter on shield glare someone else and set up for another. That, yeah, that's, that's what, yeah, that's what I was yeah, going for. Yeah, as well. Shield Glare is minus one tack to them as yeah. well. So between her and the Castle and Ferrite, you can reduce someone's tack by three and they just do bollock all against your like two models. <laughs> Slash three, three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So I know you're not really blacksmith playable. You're so you half. Played, you, you half. Half middle of the road. Then, then you it like depends. flexibility. It depends on who I'm then sitting there playing against. Yeah. Yeah. Like for example, I'm not going to go, oh, I'm going to choose half if there's going to be a massive fight and someone, someone's notorious for playing Ox or something like that. And I'm going to be like, no, I'm just going to take plus two net hits. Mm. I'll probably be sitting there going, tough eyes really useful right about now. <laughs> and you'll go, you'll go, yeah. On that turn where you want to kill me, you're not going to kill me, and it's, then I'm going to kill yeah. you. Like it's absolutely, that. it's. Or, or as you say, the navigators. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reroll all of them. No, they're not successful. It's like, okay, yeah, you got a tackle. That's cool. Double push off you, fuck. <laughs> it's it's going to be so much more dependent on who. Yeah, like you say, what guild you're playing against. I would say what captain they choose, but obviously you don't get to choose that same time. It's what guild you're playing against, but also, like you say, yeah, if you know the player, or if you can find out what their preferences are, you can tailor that. And not just that, you each each captain has that slot yeah. where they work best. It's not now a case of, oh, Ferrite works pretty well in all, in all situations. Well, yeah, or I think, I think it's fair to say that probably more so than, probably is more so than any other guild, maybe not by a big margin, but someone's got to be at the top. That blacksmith players are rewarded for picking the correct player at player selection. Yeah. Um, oh, when you say that someone's got to be at the top of something, when uh, you talk about a team that is uh, team's strength in the draft section of the game, yep. blacksmiths are the strongest. Yep, I think that's fair to say. See, I think they're strong, but because they can, they can obviously tailor their pick to the guild they're playing against very strongly. 
Not captain choice. I'm talking the whole team draft. Yeah. So for, oh, really? for example, yeah. when I, if you if you hold Burnish and don't put it down as your captain, yeah. and you're like, I want to see if they pick Scalpel or Obelus. Yeah. If it's Obelus, then I know that Burnish is way more useful than yeah. than, than he is against yeah. Scalpel. Now I'm with you. Yeah. No, follow or you. they play fish. They drop something, and then as soon as they drop Siren, you smile and drop Burnish. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I'm with you now. Like that, you you you're done. <laughs> mm. And having the so have, having that on the back of your mind that that's your pickup, and that you're you're you send a slot for sixth. You're making sixth choice you're making them pick into the knowledge of they do have that range tackle available and if i don't put down a close control model they bring down the pain train like see in my head i was thinking oh but the nature of the fact that you know a master is generally paired with an apprentice means you effectively kind of only get three picks because they kind of know you do but you're right in that your picks can vary so much based on what your opponent picks the counter picks are very Strong, very react. You can react very effectively to them. So I think that's that's like not something I clocked initially. I like, like that. furnaces. Uh, legendary is plus one attack and searing strikes. Right? Correct. Doesn't matter who you put searing strikes on. You punch someone and do one damage, and they lose an arm. Like uh, arm. Yeah. Yeah. Arm? yeah. And they're on fire. They lose an armor and they're on fire. It doesn't matter if you're putting that through someone that's suboptimal. You're still punching them, losing armor, setting them on fire. There'll be something else to set up from. Yeah. You can like stick. It's, it's not. You might take that that captain because you're more worried about their picks throughout the game and you want to hold burnish as your I'm going to make sure I cancel this one whereas if they don't pick that character and you've got burnish in your, as your captain you're like well I'm fucked now like, if you're not ignoring two character plays you're like well that was a wasted captain pick like, that's fair yeah that's why the, the half one is, I know I sit on it but top of turn three after you've then dictated where you want to be you've got someone six inches this side this side whatever it just feels the most comfortable place Obviously, numbers and paper. Fle- I think flexibility-wise, Hearth's one of the strongest. I agree with what you're saying. In terms of, you, you can kind of dictate how it's used more effectively. You can react to, to, the, to the game state, the changing ways. If, you've got, if you're in a position where you can determine the way, the flow of the game, the others get stronger. But like, mm. I do get what you're saying. And the better player you play against, the harder it is to dictate the flow of the game. Yeah, that's fair. Therefore, if they see you pick Furnace, oh, they don't fight, fight you. Your legendary is all about fighting them, and they're not fighting you. It's a fair point. It's Balance, a fair observation. But, but, but Hearth says, I'm going to interact with you, and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. From range. Thanks for playing. I'll play. I'll dictate the game. Well, there's only one model that can do it from range. Well, and but it's, by that, I mean, you go with your legendary, you go, I give you two inches, and then you're going to be charging with plus two net hits. I do, okay, I don't do it at range. Sure. I do it with a nine-inch charge from, from, from mm. Alloy's point of view. Yeah. yeah. What are your things? Um, I really like Faris looks fun mm. and I like fun things uh, like, Tyler <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like as if the rest is like no I hate fun I think <laughs> purely like because obviously I've not put models on the table I can't tell mm. but the amount of perceived value and efficiency I feel like you get your most dice for your legendary with Furnace fair you do like fa- to break everything down to maths because it <laughs> it's kind of like Ox where he can affect all the influence on the team mm. Yeah, if you play it right uh, whereas like uh, Hearth is only ever really going to affect three influence and then whatever bonus you get out of a two inch melee Varus you're going to get one influence per kick mm. and how many With, of those you make in a turn not that many yeah, yeah. like maximum six more of the three <laughs> more yeah. of the three yeah but it's oh, inter- yeah, interesting though it, oh, that's very interesting that you Look at that from Furnace's point of view because it's exactly the same depending on how many t- attacks you make. Yeah. Which means there has to be a certain amount of characters under that aura that are going to be able to make attacks. 
Yeah, but I mean, how many games are you after like turn two or three? Are you not like in the middle of the board with? If I know that my opponent is playing furnace and running across the board at me when he's getting combat with me. I yeah, but be. not all guilds have the no, ability no, no, to stand I, off like that. I know. I, I, um, I'm playing devil's advocate and saying, I know, that's I know. fine, but the, the shot down of the half one is only three, the kicks is only as many kicks as sure. you make, the, 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 the furnaces is, is only as many attacks as you make. And if I allow you to not make attacks, you don't get the but attack. If you're, bonus. like, depending on the match, if you're delta splitting outwards, uh, that's arguably quite good for the blacksmiths. Yeah. Because you've got the super solo hitters like Sledge, that if you have got one person that has no support, can just go and like <laughs> occasionally two shot like Siren. Yeah. I mean, given what is Buffy, one shot Siren. What? <laughs> watched, uh, what, it was a tournament last weekend where I watched Veteran Cinder one shot Siren, who had defensive stance. <laughs> and Veteran Siren <laughs> was blinded. She was oh. instructioned, so she needed she needed five she needed five hits from eight dice on fives. She got it. And, it was, oh. and they, but what was what made it so funny is the, what made it so funny is the fact that two players this is a top table game as well two players were sat there going I can see what you probably want to do this next and they were having a good conversation about the game because it was it was a good practice event yeah. and um, they're like I, I see that if you probably come to Siren now you probably do most of the damage I don't think it kills her no probably not five hits yes she's dead <laughs> five hits up to seven <laughs> mom seven sweeping charge she's gone. Oh, I've got I've got wasted influence now. It's really not. I suppose I'll two each dice for Grim Vengeance, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so inefficient. <laughs> guess, wasted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so just, just the conversation that you got to yeah. make it so funny. Oh, sure, she's just dead. Well, what happened? I love an accident. Okay, it's like oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so one thing I'd like to mention in the captain discussion is, as you know, I'm a fair up player. Mm. Um. Because I think she's quite a Swiss Army knife. She can get me goals. The disarm is quite good into fighting teams. Not like butchers because if they lose two, they just still don't care. They're still going to. It's an utterly horrendous counter attack. Yeah, but what yes. I what I find with them mainly is if I go into a ball holder, say, and they're def, def five or something, you know, I go right. I'm charging you. Everyone thinks I'm going to try and take the ball, but you don't. You take the disarm. So they say counter. You yep. disarm them. Their yep. counter does nothing. Then you take the ball. You acrobatic away yep. and yep. you score. That's you know her thing. But Ferris with the two inch melee and the tackle on two. We all know how good a two inch two inch melee striker is. A low momentous tackle. We all know how, know how good that is. Being able to run ten potentially twelve. We all know, know how good that is. She's looking fantastic, and I'm getting more and more excited by her. So that leaves the question that if I'm suddenly going to go, right, Ferris is going to be our captain for a while, can't wait to try it, that means Ferrite isn't. And for me, when I was looking in season three, my feeling is Burnish and Ferrite, if they were in, they were your captain or don't bother. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how they felt in season three. Yep. Burnish, that doesn't feel that way in season one. It feels like, oh, I'll take Burnish. Great squaddy. Depends yeah. on the matchup, great squaddy. Ferrite, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't think she makes it. If she ain't captain, she's not in. Can I add to that as well? Please do. Because I feel like, I also now, way more than last season, I feel like I can take Iron without Ferrite. Yeah. Because That's very interesting. Yeah, it's true. Because he's the 3 2 slash 3 3, like yeah. ball bunker. <laughs> you, you don't need the get over here. Like, the get over is worse this season. So, therefore, do we need bubble? <laughs> like, yes. if I take. Well, yes. I, Let's discuss it. I like it because he's really solid goal threat. Um, it dep- I feel like you can take Bolt allows you to leave Alloy at home. 
Sorry, leave alloy at home. Sorry, I don't I mean, understand what you just said. Can you say that again, but in English? Like, like <laughs> you take alloy and you don't put it on the table. Well, hold on. <laughs> right, right, right. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's bigger. He's bigger. Yeah, but I'm wily. I, I, I don't think I can agree with that. I really like the idea of having Talking the iron bunker so you can kill the ball at wish and then be able to iron open it out of the bunker. I was going to say that. After iron has activated. To be able to run up and go... And then the ball pops out of the, of the lament configuration on the ball and he fucks up and scores. Fair, I can't really disagree with your pop after after having had Faris give him back again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And he's just like, yeah, I'm a 5'8, say something. I can, I, can, I can sprint or I can charge, do another attack and then kick for free. Styling. Yeah. And she, she's just so fast. She's got pushes for disengaging. Yes, I dabbed. <laughs> Okay, well that was that was my yeah. I was interested. Like Faris, I think suddenly is really interesting to me. Do I need? I've, your I've always loved Bolt though. I, you know, I do love Bolt. I'm just discussing it. But if we did drop him, would I be that sad when I have these other options? Right. Not sure. That's all right. You're going to you're going to the last chance. I'm going to get into Worlds qualifier tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> no, uh, it's on season four. Who is your one blacksmith drop? Who do you not put in your twelve? Are we onto that bit now? Well, you were talking about dropping bolts, so I thought it was I mean, a... Actually, before we go on to... Just yeah. before we go on to that, who's your captain pick, James? No, no I'm not doing He's that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you've been sitting quietly in the corner. Is it still the Nam? Because you were saying you were paying up your blacksmiths for season four, so... Yeah, that was... It's a horrible thing to say. But the thing is, because I've worked with all of them for so long, like this season four has been the majority of my work for this year, I've like all of them. Like my blacksmiths are strongly becoming one of my favourite teams and yeah. morticians. I don't have them painted yet, but they're, they're going up the queue pretty quick. Um, I've always liked Hearth and she, she's only got better Anvil obviously has always got, has already got better I, I'm not sure I don't know it's a piece of, was it a bit of a pick your favourite child question it is, <laughs> it is yeah really um, it's too difficult I, right. we should also say like Anvil like from the playtest I think that was my feedback on my form was <laughs> Anvil is now my captain choice <laughs> that's how I felt at that time like prior to like the, the discussion that's had the last couple of weeks and everyone going Anvil's amazing like he just feels great now. This idea of setting everything up and this team makes up. me. I mean, I was already, already convinced anyway. It was my decision, <laughs> but this this, <laughs> this reassures me that moving from ten players to twelve was the correct decision for the organised play document. It's cool. So this hard, is though. this would have been not like you couldn't have chose ten. I mean, the, 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 like the. The prediction that we made when we made that change is that in season, even though we've well, not that we've already made it, you know it's coming. Even yeah. People already know it's coming, but making. 10 player rosters in season 4 people enjoy the conversation of who's in your roster who's not in your roster and at the moment that's a fun positive conversation because there are some easy choices to make so in a lot of times even though you're picking 10 models you from 15 possibles you're only really picking from maybe 11 or 12 yeah, yeah? so you're only really having to ch- having to think about those 1 or 2 when you get in season 4 and hopefully if we've done our job right all of the models will be, or at least a higher percentage of models, will be a legitimate pick, which means you still have that same number of models, one to two of them, but you've got to consider leaving at home, and there are no easy choices anymore. Mm. So that, it's the difference between the choice of a 10-model roster in Season 3 is a positive conversation. It's a fun thing to have because there are some easy choices to make there, and you're only really having to choose over two or three mm. at most. In Season 4, I don't think that's as fun a conversation anymore because there are a lot of toys you genuinely want to play with and you have to leave some of them at home. <laughs> I was like, oh, I have to drop Does that, yeah. uh, does that make some sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and it, that change makes a lot more sense in the context of Season 4 
because of the number of models that you're having to genuinely think about. Mm. So, that's, so is the new question, so who are Steamforge forcing you not to play with today? <laughs> <laughs> that's mean. Yeah. Now I'm turning it into a negative, I'm sorry. But well, who are we dropping? So who's the one person? All right, Barry, you go first. Where am I going? Well, I'll go first. Because I don't have a decision I don't mind. Okay, okay, go. I wouldn't take Faris. So can, your so can you see a team where you take Bolt without Faris? No, but you said drop one. Yeah, so why, so would, you why would you drop Faris? Bolt? Because I don't see a team where I take Faris. Sure. So, see, I see so either, either of those do, I don't care. Okay, so okay. in my head I can see a, 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 a use for Faris on her own. I can't see so much of a use for Bolt on his own. Okay, no, no, I, I lied. I do see something where I would take Bolt. If I was thinking I had to knock down someone from range and I'd throw horseshoes at my friend's head. Okay. I don't see myself ever using Faris's legendary... I'm not going to take Stagger anywhere. Quickfoot, that's possibly one of the only things, but I think the ranged play from Bolt I find more useful. But that would be very niche comparatively to what I'd be doing with the rest of the team. The like, I, I think the others are what I would deem as more competitive. I would, would, it, like, would, would it be fair to say you're thinking more of the blacksmiths as an 11 rather than a 13, and you're not bothered about those two anyway? Yeah. So you've already got the other one you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. oh, I don't... That, that's probably now, me not playing not play, that, my play style that's because I wouldn't play that at all my other thing is if I'm thinking I'm going to football them I've played so much against Ferrite and Ally combo that I think that is a better solution to football than what Farris would be just because you can shoot from miles away great congratulations but you pump hers from what 2-6 to 3-10 well so Ferrite like your kicks and move, moves, you've got so much you can do with it. Paris can do it on one influence, though. Mm, absolutely. No, I, 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 under, I understand where you're doing it from. Yeah, but it's tough to we put them on the table. Yeah. All I know is that I'll I know I'm just forcing him to make decisions for fun. I will. I 100% agree with John because in my head they're also an eleven. But this is based on my season three play st- playing so yeah. far. I will have to play a lot of season four games to decide if this is still the case. Faris and Bolt were the pair that I didn't feel were to my style of play or didn't sort of gel with what I wanted to be doing most of the time. And they were generally the ones I left at home. I'm not saying this is right or wrong, Dan. Oh, You're looking it's, so concerned. It's, it's, no, it's not. I'm thinking about my own thing I, said, okay. the thing I said right at the start of the podcast, if every single choice you get players to make is personal preference, then that is a victory. Yeah. Mm. So if you're saying this is a personal preference choice, I'm, I just don't particularly fancy playing with Harrison Bolt, but I can see exactly would. There's nothing wrong with that decision at all. However, yeah. if I, I, I am being forced to choose between them, and the choice for me is if I had to play one of those two, it would be Faris, not Bolt. So Bolt is out. Fine. I mean, the thing that I, the reason I say that I understand why people play them, I've seen Barry play Bolt. Like, I understand the moving up the board with yeah, everyone. Ridiculous jank where you yeah, definitely push, miss eventually one of those passes. Push dodging and everything. Never yeah. miss, yeah. baby. Put, like, push dodging, not push dodging, sorry. Pass and move and all that stuff. I get it. I don't like that way of playing. Yeah, and, and as you say, yeah, when someone sets up to stop that happening, it, once it's stopped, yeah, Bolt's in no man's land, Ferrot's in the it's middle of the board. It's mainly hunters that stop it. Theron just goes <laughs> no, yeah, or anyone with decent AOE placement, yeah, slows it down a lot. Do you remember when I, was, I just played Burnish, walked on, went from, from in front of Burnish, a bow, and he went, ooh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> jogging for no. free into fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you getting on now? Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> Run, yeah. bitch. I don't know what. Well, I, I, get, don't I, know. I, I get it. There's the. I, I understand the choice. That's mine. Can so we go right. to Dan next? Yeah. Which blacksmith do you hate the most? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making it all negative now. I like casually. I really want to try the everything's on fire team, uh, but I think if I had to play a competitive tournament like tomorrow, I'd probably drop cast. Okay. I 
See, I think that's, that's I can see the argument for that in that even with her speed, I still think from from my perspective, the other damage dealers kind of do stuff better. But the everything is on fire team, and she's got the way of getting the ball off people with close control. I think she's still in there. For in that. A this is a hundred percent personal preference. Yeah, no, 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 exactly. Yeah. But I'm just I'm, I'm, it's, it's in a furnace so captain team. She's great. Yeah, I, I feel like if I'm gonna go I'm go around saying I want to go kill stuff, then. I think like, I could see me going like Iron Sledge V Cinder or Iron Sledge Flex or whatever. Like those models as being the primary output for killing things. Overcast. Yeah, well, fair enough. I think my sort of more murderous apprentice triplet would be um, uh, Cast with Furnace. Pro- no, sorry, Vet Cinder with Furnace. Maybe, bur- maybe Burnishing Cast then. But then, yeah. yeah. That's the team I want I to think, try. I think the biggest thing probably stands against Cast at the moment, and it is still true, although Swift Strikes helps her out a little bit if there are multiple enemy players to bounce off, but she's probably the weakest melee apprentice to counter-attacks. Because yeah, Iron, Iron and Sledge both have access to knockdown, even if they don't want to use it all the time. Mm-hmm. And Veteran Cinder just has you know, two HMN zone all the time, which is you know, helps her against one each other. Mate. Plus, once yeah, she's charged, whatever was there isn't able to counterattack because it's gone. Right, yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to suffer and take an out <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Precisely. Um, but but for, for Cass, she doesn't have any of those tools to do with. The best thing that she can do is hit a model, bounce off it with Swift Strikes, hit something else until the counterattack's been her, burned. Yeah, her strength is her pinball. Yes. And if she really can't do that, she can just like go in and just like. I'm, Attack shield glare you. Please don't yeah. hit your counter. Make it a bit yeah. shitter. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's still some good situations. You, yeah. go, you can go into that, and if she stood in sentinel at the time, that's not a bad yeah, situation. Yeah, no. 4-2, your minus but, one attack but is it's, yeah, it's still not as simple to set up as, I've got a Twitch mana zone, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, or I've got a double push on one. Well, you like to move a master first, so you can charge into sentinel range. Yes. <laughs> that's great. That's what you do. I'm coming home. <laughs> you got furnace, like, taller up, wander off. Oh, sorry. Pop the legendary, wander off, twat a couple of people, and then she goes hee hee, right into that. From a tactical perspective, that's only, that's a common mistake I see a lot of early blacksmith players make is that they go, oh, my blacksmith apprentices are really really cool. They're just gonna we're gonna have a decent turn one and turn two. They're gonna go in first to get separated and do really cool stuff, and then they die <laughs> because they haven't brought up a master to support them and sent them yeah. quick enough. Maybe I'm not shit. <laughs> Jamie just confirmed a thing I thought is right. Maybe I'm not shit, Gilball. Moving on. Um, out. <laughs> 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 got to look so got to choose one, Baz. What's, what's the worst blacksmith one? Hey, which one do you hate most? Come on. So none of them are bad. And that is the truth. Who's getting turned into glue? <laughs> well, judgment. Uh, no, ju- judgment or justice? I forget. Judgment, judgment isn't it? Judgment's yeah. getting turned into glue eventually. Got to get knackered. Is it a boy or a girl horse? I don't know. That's not sure. I think it's a girl horse. You reckon it's a girl horse? So, anyway. <laughs> The player, just because of how I play, and I know I'm going to say it, and you're going to go, oh, you fucking right, you're burnish. You're fucking idiot. You're wrong. You're fucking oh, no. idiot. You genuinely are a fucking idiot. What? <laughs> so, one of the few models I'm like, let me anyone ever drop burnish on the trial. Oh, but wait. you know what? Right off the bat, because I'm a fucking idiot as well, because off, right off after the playtest day, when we saw some of this, and I was just like, oh, why would I be keep burnish? This is fucking stupid. And Dan was like, you're a fucking idiot. And here's why. And I was like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. So if you want to, we'll explain it to you. Wasn't it the revelation last night? We were like, oh, yeah, burnish anyway. Like, yeah, as long as you've got the momentum. It was like, but no. you don't need yeah, the momentum. I'm still, still paying momentum to glut. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, like, oh, it's no, hard. it's free. Yeah. The thing is, I know I'm saying this after finishing the 64, man. I think the first thing I said to you was, 
think I'd have won that if I'd had Burnley. Yeah. So I understand that he's kind of dumb. I would have been able to at least take part I've in given, my games if I hadn't had it. If I had had him, I've given up now, Baz. It's all it's play style. Mm. <laughs> yes. So, so the discussion. There's no point trying to explain things anymore. I mean, why, why, why aren't you doing that? Because I want to. Some, someone get an admin on Gubs. Every every thread is going to be. It's all down to play style thread locked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, make a, just made it make a gif. Even if it's as like, long as I've got a gif. Relevant meme. Like, it's all down to play I'll, style. I'll thread make you one. Yes. But at the end of the day, it, it's not burnish. Well, <laughs> the problem it can be burnish for you. It's, it's not burnish. It just needs to be that dude with the really mad hair. Just play style. Play style. Against against Mort. Against Alps. Brewers now. Really, when you're running around with your burning and your poison. <laughs> I, I totally get it, but I'm trying to think how I would play in pairs. Burnish is good even in scrums where he's just like sitting there with your apprentice and then someone tries to like single you out or stagger yep. you Doink. and you're just like, nope. Yep. I'm not saying it's not good. Yeah, Momentum's not the, down staggered. The not painting does have to I'll take the target. So if something <laughs> like for instance, Tapper hits commanding aura, that is, you can't block the commanding aura, so correct? Character play. RTFC, dickhead. <laughs> for anyone not familiar with that acronym it's read the fucking card hit by so um, that's the reason it's t- on hit by and not targets to yeah. catch AOEs so if you were if, if a lob barrel is sure. thrown into the middle of the yeah. team one okay. of them can decide to go I don't care yeah so could you glut plate uh, commanding aura because the attack is rolled against you but the character play does not no because the character play is the target self yeah okay there we go yeah my, the other question is, and I think this is probably obvious if I actually sort of say out loud a thing. RTFC, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Pray continue, Matthew. Touche. Um, is things like is it fancy footwork? Who's the target of fancy footwork? This is just so I can. This oh, depends this is, on. This is the one that we were talking about. So, for example, I so, run in and hit the hit Burnish's mate who's within the aura. But fancy footwork targets the person outside the aura. Let's yeah, go find therefore, out. Therefore, surely it would be all right because the target do, 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 of the play do, do. is outside I think the aura. So. Well, regardless, of, to make that example less complicated, hmm. uh, uh, Rear can work on Burnish himself. So we could just say yeah. that, you, that you're trying to target Burnish himself um, rather than someone protected by Burnish. Hmm. So, so yeah. you're saying so, so you're saying that Burnish has the ball, and that no, no, whoever, no, no, someone else? whoever but, has but, the ball is the target of fancy footwork. Is yes. that what you just checked? Okay, yes. so it only target works models the target loses possession of the ball marker. You're Burnish, I'm hitting you, uh, and then I target over there with fancy footwork. Right. Burnish can't glot play it because the person is outside the Correct. aura. Correct. So, cool. if Burnish is running around with checking. the ball carrier, he can glot play the fancy footwork. Yeah. That so, was... when he's standing in cover with iron, yeah. it works. Yeah. That's not an issue yeah. with that with that wording. That was me not knowing if fancy footwork targeted yeah. model X who you're hitting, or, B, yeah, or Y who has the ball yeah. over there, is what I mean. You know, it normally says target model loses the ball. I know, but it's, it, I, I, it's, it's just fine. me not being sure I'm who it is. I can throw stuff at your head if you'd like. <laughs> if it isn't Burnish... It can be Burnish no, for you. If it isn't Burnish... Because it's not Burnish. If it isn't Burnish, because I fully accept that Alps, Mort's really... Fish. Alps, Mort's, I'm not, I don't need him for fish. That's Blind. Engineers. Dead ball. I'm ignoring that knockdown from range. Maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah that, damage. That, oh. Yeah, so it's looking like what that's four matchups that's okay, a third of the guilds already if Barry. it isn't poor, him, sorry, poor. you're still going to say what the fuck third. I'm oh, saying no. furnace okay what the fuck <laughs> sure <laughs> no I think I have 
as much this, as I love this Furnace. This is only good things for the guild. <laughs> I have less of a problem with you dropping Furnace than I have with you dropping Burnish, weirdly. Uh, and and no, I, mean, I, I, I have less problems with you dropping Furnace. Yeah, because the way you play, you are just going to like... Yeah, sorry. If, I, if I, you were to play Furnace and say as your captain, you get to like turn three, you could kill four models and go, but I could score a goal. <laughs> Plus, from, from, even from, a, even from a, like a tactical perspective, you've got a little bit of similarity between the way that Anvil wants to play the game and Furnace. Mm, yes. they're, they're both about, I'm going to attack yeah. you and hit you in melee and do damage. Different sides of the corner. But in terms of Burnish, there isn't really anybody else with a similarity to him that's going to fill a similar yeah. role. He does something that's a bit more unique. Yes, you agreed. Slot, you slot him back in right now. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Slip it in. Consider him slipped. I will do. Title of my sex But yeah, Furnace, I... The only reason I would say that you don't want to lose Furnace is for tool up, but then I remembered yeah. I looked at their damage tracks. They, they don't need it. Honestly, that's kind of one of the reasons why we left tool up in the guild is because it's almost for comedy value. And it's the mistake you want people to make. They are the team that need tooled up the least of all the teams that have it because of their playbook construction. The only person I think ever really needs it or would like it more is Iron, and that's only if you want to do just some low reliable damage. Sure, sure. It's well, only if you want to cast as well. Anyway. I don't know, yeah. sorry, then I, you can get that from like people being on fire, kind of. But yes, yeah. I think cast is the only. I want to see it in Magical Christmas Land, where Sledge has pile driver instruction, instruction tooled to up, and the card of charge for one. Oh! And I'm rapping. What are you doing? Fuck off! That's, that's, <laughs> kind, of, that's kind of the point in games where you just move the model and go. Do you want He's me to roll five. this? <laughs> Attack five, four for the charge, five net hits. So that's. 14. Okay, they're knocked down, singled out from Anvil as well. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you can have 20 successes maximum. What does that get us? <laughs> that gets... 7, 14, uh, 20. And that's not including crowd outs. Oh, 21 would be 3 damage. 16. 8. 8, oh, 8 16. What? Why is it time? It's on 7. Eight. So yeah, it's on 9, she's tooled up. Sorry, yeah, 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 I know. I'm just, I'm just... So 9, 18, 27. Yep. Plus... Three times four. Twelve. He's, he's done all right. Yeah. That's all right. He's one shot range. <laughs> Wait, hang on. You counted three wraps. He said 21 hits. It, I thought it was 20. 20, 20 hits. 20 hits. 20. Yeah. It's fine. You can bonus on 21. Drop it. Yeah. Let's bonus time it for 21. Yeah. Oh, dear. So, you, well, yes, you can theoretically do 21. You've one shot everyone in, in the game. In magical Christmas land. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm sure someone will say in guards. Oh, my God. What if? I don't. I think uh, 27. If they've got tough. Hide or does that? Who's got about twenty? If Grange got... has tough hide, you don't one shot him. There we go. There we go. That's <laughs> what I was going to think. It's like who's got enough boxes and tough hide? Like... Oh, sorry, yeah. season three Grange. We don't know about season or four. It's the only model that Sledge can hit has the resilience. Yeah, Fang Tooth. Yeah, that's the, that's the saddest <laughs> Sledge though. I'm still going to make you roll the dice though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's see what you could have got. Bitch, roll... <laughs> and here's what you, you could have won. You say that. <laughs> you say that yesterday again uh, in my game three. It was uh, oh, I'm just going to hit S I'm just going to hit SS pop gut mass. And so we picked up their influence to just say like I'm just going to use this. I was like, no, go on roll the dice. Twos. <laughs> I was like, I've done that. I was, to I was like, before. pray continue. I've paid another one. <laughs> I've definitely done that to combat before. I'm like, it's fine. Glum oh. I'm just, just going to throw glum a glum him. one dice. It's like I only need two. So oh fuck. <laughs> but saying furnace makes me sad because I played it all day yesterday. Furnace is awesome. What about have... ferrite? Do you want to step outside? <laughs> well, you never want no, the balls no, to be dead, so just drop on them. This is the thing. Ferrite, I could actually weirdly see an argument for. No, iron for Barry. What? 
I can see iron is your argument because you just play with the ball live. Dan, like Dan's right. I am taking iron not for any other reason than to sit him in cover with the, the ball and just sitting there going, "I'm the sure. ball's not going anywhere." I, I mean, as you know, I, I couldn't do that. That would drive me bonkers. Exactly. <laughs> but Larry's like, flinging balls everywhere. He's been it? like just getting me murder points. He's just so not everyone else gets you murder that, points. Have you seen everyone else's damage tracks? But, <laughs> have you not noticed New Sledge? This is but like, the ability to engage. Damage people, then top of the next turn, Ferrite drags him out where they think they yeah. set it up. He is also great for starting fights because yeah. a lot of the time you need that one model that starts the engagement where you're like, the lines are like here, someone's got to blink first and it's going to have to be me. Big bang, kick it off. <laughs> Iron 3 2 tough eye, just go. 3 <laughs> 2. And I know, it's, I know it's corner case, but I have pushed more than I should have done people off the pitch. <laughs> You know, what's that? Battering ram, follow well, you up. You've genuinely done that more than the one time you did it to yeah. me. Uh, many times, yeah. Really? Uh, to be fair, I've walked past it to all of us as he's pushing someone off the pitch, and I go, oh god. Uh, you do it a lot with fish players because they're like, come to the side of the board, Jack's here, Kraken's here. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah, but then you've left them a model for them to no, push him No, because the model that's going to push him off is off. Yeah. Like, all right. Like, <laughs> I think, how close are they to the they Then they've missed points. Possibly, but. I found that further that some fish out. do tend to stay on the. On, oh well, that's their wing. Then. Either way, I love that. But he, fair enough, I like you going fucking nowhere. I mean, if you want to push people off the pitch, you play Vet Decimate. Didn't push anyone off the pitch all weekend. Fucked up. You fucked up. Evidently. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you've given us choices. Damn it! So many choices. We can definitely say Blackstone season four seem fun, good. Strong. I cannot. And if every choice is viable currently in our limited non-play experience. Master yeah, drafting. there doesn't like yeah, there isn't a play like as proven. I don't think there's a player that I want to drop at all. I can't go today. Lots of testing before the official drop. On reflection that we're doing all of this, then this is a question for you based on the WTC. What's your opinion on the England team having two blacksmith players? <laughs> in, I, I can having spoken to both of them about it because I was initially very confused. I kind of get the idea. So this is drifting to season three. Discussions rather than talking about season four yeah. stuff. But the main reason they're doing that uh, is because they don't, even though they don't think blacksmiths in season three have some like fantastically good matchups, like they, they don't have many matchups, they just auto win. Not that there are many that doesn't kill ball anyway, but even in the terms of team matchups, in WTC you're looking for your better and worse matchups, and overall yep. you're hoping to play as many of your 50 50s as possible, and you're mm -hmm. basically then winning on player skill at that point. Blacksmiths don't have many matchups that they're like have. Oh, we're seventy percent to win. Uh, but at the same time, they also probably have the least number of matchups where this is just straight bad for them. So mm -hmm. they're trying to, they're, they're doing that based off the fact that they can then try and play those games and win them off skill, based off the fact that uh, instead of off the fact that their team is stronger or, or weaker than their opposing team. Okay. On top of the fact that we've obviously seen a rise recently in strength of Anvil and uh, Veteran Cinder. So yeah, that's yeah. Ma that's mainly why they're doing that. I can I can see the reason. Fair At right. first it sounded insane and then they explained it. Sweet. <laughs> so I think we know about the draft, the, the community event, Ricky draft, I can't remember the official title. Three Cities Draft. Three, Three Cities, Cities Draft, thank you. So when that happens, we're going to have another player. Now, adding a player... That was, to a, poke, a, that was a poke face, that definitely wasn't a Yeah, I know. You, you, I, saw, I, I wasn't going to ask a super tricky question, but you instantly went... Poker face, bitch. Work mode, bitch. <laughs> she was raised. This isn't on the router. <laughs> this is what we discussed. This was a part of the itinerary. Remember your training. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, my question is, we're getting another player. We've just been given a veteran uh, apprentice. 
Does that mean that when you next make a player for this team, you feel they should be a master to offset that, or do you not feel bound by anything? Or could they be something new that we've not seen? It's a very, 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 it's a very interesting question, but unfortunately I can't answer it right now. Had to ask. You will definitely, definitely ask that one again at SteamCon UK when we because we're that's when we're doing the results. Aren't we? like we've yeah. done for all the yeah. community events. Ask that again. Okay, that would be a really good question to ask during the Q and A. The results will be. You just trying to pray. Yes. I, I got that wrong. In, in, previous years, in previous years, when we've done the community campaign, it's yeah. it's been for a number of weeks leading up to SteamCon UK, and that's the deciding weekend. Is the is the last few results yeah, yeah. there as it was? Like, like I think last year going into it, the fish were slightly ahead of the butchers. Yeah, they were. The butchers yeah, they were. Based on the results of the weekend, <laughs> because we were like, well, the Brewers have already won their decimate. Let's all <laughs> Brewers players report for butchers. Right. What don't we like playing against? Fish. Yeah, fish. let's not give them let's another fish. fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the results will be decided there they'll be revealed at the keynote cool. so definitely ask that question in the Q&A which will follow the keynote write that down let's write it down <laughs> take a question are you, are you trying to prep the questions at the keynote are you re- you've just are written we the words ask yeah. questions are, are we being placed in the keynote to ask sensible questions instead of stupid ones like when, when is when are the losing models going to get made? UAC <laughs> when are we getting the other UAC? What's the butcher's minor guild rule? <laughs> no, not minor guild rule. Guild rule. Who are the crossover players for the hunters into the falconers? Or was it the other way around that we just got told who they were? Yeah, we just got told, and someone asked it twice. Yeah, yeah. Now the, the best one was when you just did all the minor and it revealed like, oh my god, minor. Someone just went. So what are we getting for Guild Ball? Yeah, what's <laughs> new this year? Someone actually asked that. No, no, so, yeah, someone's question was like, so what are you going to be doing for the next year's releases? And I was like, well, we just had a keynote. Yeah, yeah. So, see? <laughs> see this big glowing screen behind me with all this thing. <laughs> so veteran Captain Salt is dead. There will be a new thing. No, don't, don't even fucking humour it. Season, Caps, season Captain Rage Heart. Season Captain Rage Heart. I want a freaking undead or possessed pirate captain. I don't want any more... No. I want Daniel Day-Lewis dressed as a pirate. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Nobody else. God. Bunch of savages in this But no, we'll, we'll ask that again, because um, I think we asked... Sure, and Sherry's like, oh, we don't, we don't know. And it's like, yeah, it's cool, because... No, uh, no, we do. There is a plan for that eventuality, oh, but I'm not telling you right now. No, so, but, but, oh. um, there, there'll be a time and place for that question, definitely. So... I'm in, like I said, because I'm interested, I'm going to ask you, do you, have you got favourites and things that you fancy from looking at it? Or this, basically, I think my question actually is, are you somewhere you're looking at them and thinking, like, this player's probably going to go that way, this player's going to go that way. Are there someone you're looking at them and thinking, I really hope that that player doesn't go to that team? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, but we've, but one of the, me and Sharon have done, done a lot of work on the preparation for the Rooster draft stuff and my main focus of, from my personal perspective going into those conversations is I need to make this so that all of these combinations work as much as possible we yeah. have as many development outs as possible literally we are not going to start work on these, designing these models until the results are in yes. so we've yeah, given ourselves and, and every single time the question is raised can we tell people ability they've got no <laughs> like, Fair. Just, just no because if we get hampered into naming what traits or character players yeah. are on certain models and then that that ability gets into a, a guild that shouldn't have it that's a nightmare situation that I just want to avoid mm. yeah. so like the, the 
really interested for you guys to see the scouting reports because they, oh, oh, they're written really, really well, and there's some really interesting information on there. And they tell you the kind of they tell you kind of ways they can go. But if if it, they'll say something like this guy is quite quick, but that can be represented in a lot of different ways on yeah. the table. So it still gives us a lot of ways of how yeah. to represent that. Mm. Or this guy hits quite hard, but that could mean they knock you down really easily, or it could mean they do lots of damage. So that's the way in which these scouting reports are written is to give you those kind of ideas, mm. but it still gives that's, us a lot of ways to develop the model in a way that yeah. matches the guild they're going into. Yeah, we get a fifth Mason striker. I'd like a fifth Mason striker. <laughs> yeah, they need another. I'm, yeah. I'm, calling, it, fish I'm calling it right now, and this is based on uh, why not? Why not you as a person? The pun in the first scatter report will be either it's over nine thousand or Vegeta. What does the scatter report say about his power level? I'm calling that right now. And if it's not in, write that down. <laughs> I don't like to write that one. That's in the I, w- <laughs> I would like a, like some sort of ninja monk. That oh, do you like what? aloe without armor? <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. Just remove Alloy's armor, and then Barry will be happy. They've got like a key punch. Like, Alloy's not Rey Mysterio, and he takes off the mask! They've got to set, up, <laughs> set something up the term before. So like, not doing this, putting all my inf- into that, and you charge up. And then it's like... So more, more Kamehameha's? Like, more Kamehameha, please, in... Have you, have you heard the... There's a, there's a funny story I heard. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's just really, really good. There's, like, amateur, amateur, like, mixed martial artists. And um, the fight started, and one of them started going, <laughs> And the other one went, no, I'm out. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. Why did you do that? I didn't want to take the chance. <laughs> I have seen that. I can't remember what it's yes. from, but I've definitely seen, seen that. that. <laughs> I didn't want to take the chance. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was, a, was it either a clip or, like, a cartoon. I don't know. No. It's like, but what if he did? Yeah. It? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I want that in Guildhall, please. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, if we could just make that happen, I'd appreciate it. Oh. You, so, sorry, you want a ninja Iron Fist? No, I want more. Got like a a Dragon Ball, a Mortal Dragon Ball guy. Okay. But there's a because I've kind of given up on the idea of a transforming model. <laughs> you want a sailor model? As in sailor, like the yeah, sailor moon, that kind of sailor. Yeah. If I get a transformation sequence, that'd be fantastic. We, tra- we, uh, we talked about transforming models before, and I get that we can't have them because taking models off the board and putting models down is a thing. If there is, it, oh. it didn't happen. No, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But the very first thing we nearly that we tried out with uh, when we were writing a brand new veteran velocity spoilers, veteran velocity is going to have a new card. Um, <laughs> Revolutionary. Right. And what is his? Oh my god! And one of the first things that we tried out, just to try something totally bonkers, was that she had. I think it was either legendary or heroic play, where she could remove herself from the pitch and be an exoskeleton for someone else. <laughs> right. Oh! So that was a rule that was that was a rule that was on a oh. playtest version of her card, and it it, it was horrendously broken <laughs> for a number of different reasons, like playing with activation numbers, <laughs> the amount of models that the opponent can hit, oh where does the model come back, <laughs> what kind of stat buffs do they get that's not completely nuts or out of character. There was, oh. it, it was it was a lot of problems with it, so it couldn't stay. But that that's was power armor. The thing was, we told Russ about it. And Russ was dead excited to go. I need to make a model with an exoskeleton. I'm like, don't make it yet because we don't know if this is going to happen. I imagine that. Sherman was just like, I am not having Salvo wear his sister. <laughs> <laughs> There's all sorts of bad connotations of yeah. I'm sorry, I was briefly inside my sister during that game. What? No, this is not okay. <laughs> Um, I mean, you took it there. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that, that I was just going to have a whole new range of engineers that I could have. Oh, well, I need an alternate model because although these were in the exit, I'm just going to have to bring in the other model that I have. So she, could she go on any model? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she could. Oh. Super powered. But it, so, was, it was nuts. No, no, I absolutely stuff. get it, but just the fact that you want to try that makes me happy. Yeah. We, 
when we're, when we're doing early stage design stuff, we try not to limit ourselves as much as we possibly can. Like we know there are certain things we just can't do. Yeah. But if we haven't tried something before, we'll go, all right, we'll just try and put it on the, on the pitch. There's, if I, Normally when one of us has written something new, we'll get someone else to come and have a look at it. And if their reaction is not immediately, that looks nuts, then we've not done it well enough. We'll yeah. <laughs> and, and at least make something that's entertaining or makes us, you know, makes us laugh or makes us go, that's just broken. It has to be something that pushes the boundaries. Otherwise you just make stuff, you just make what you've already made again. You start at 11 and you think so, you dialed out. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, well, so here's a question. It's like games developing type question. We are all aware of the of codex creep, to use that term. So, if, this is our bit of GW podcast together. <laughs> yeah. So, if we take on board that, that like we dial up to eleven and see how it goes. Um, have you ever felt that like that was almost happening, and then you sort of dialed it back? Or is is that something that you feel could? Happen? Well, when I say something that's nuts down to 11 and bring it back down again, I'm talking about creating new and interesting interactions and ideas and things that haven't been tried before. Right. So to, to look, take a look at the blacksmiths themselves, and we talked about how they deal damage that's different to any the way mm. any other kind of team works. And if you take Anvil and Sledge and put them in any other kind of guild, it function like the, the, the balance considerations are massively different to within the context of the blacksmith team. Okay. You couldn't put those models in another team and have them function in the same way. Hence um, why the Homeland's Cup is so silly. Right, exactly, and, and, magnif and magnificent because of it. Um, yeah. And so when you've established a line of balance or an area of balance that you want every model to get into, then they, even when you've created a new idea and this is nuts and crazy and entertaining, it still has to be balanced enough whilst retaining its innovation and fun and unique, yeah. unique aspects. You can do that. Um, sometimes it involves not touching that ability at all. You can have an incredibly powerful ability, but the rest of the chassis around it has been has been nerfed, I guess, if you want to say, so mm. that it brings the whole thing into balance with the rest of the game. You can do that as well. Mm. There, are, there are other models that we've done that on. Um, and there's, there's multiple ways of doing it. There's no, there's no direct link between new abilities and powerful. It's mainly because when someone sees a new thing, they go, oh, that's completely nuts because it never happened before. No, it, yeah. it seems powerful because you have never seen it before. You've never experienced it. Yeah, exactly. Have some time playing against it and you'll eventually understand it. If we, not, at the end of the day, we're not perfect. We've had to make changes to the game. Obviously, we're making changes a lot of season four. Um, and we're always getting better and better things over time. And the, I think the vast majority of the time we do get things right first time. Um, and people just need to have a bit of trust and faith, hopefully. But, but apart from that, I think it's just, there's, there's no, what I'm trying to say is there's no direct link between something that's new and innovative and fun versus how powerful something is. Yeah, yeah I agree. The number of times something comes out and everyone's like, oh my God, the sky's falling, this is broken. Give it two weeks, a month, play against it a whole bunch. It's not that bad. You'll find well, ways to stop in it. Well, look at the fact, like, and the rise of Anvil Captain. How long did that take? You know, that was a bit over a year. Yeah, yeah. it's like th things change, people work shit out. It's crazy, isn't it? Or about a year, roughly. Well, it's, it's, since it's the distance from the release of the Blacksmiths to the release of Veteran Cinder. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think this team's great. I've always loved blacksmiths. I think they got better. They're still the same with just enough flavour and changes that, you know, I was kind of going to drop them for season four and move on to other years. But now I'm like, well, can I really, can I do that? Can, well, I, I think I'm going to have to go back because I've got new, uh, Faris is like, to be, to be honest, Faris is like having a brand new player. Yeah, it's, it, it refreshes. There's definitely an element of it refreshing the game. Yeah. Um, and just everything feels a bit a bit, a bit bit new again. And it, certainly in the history of Guild Ball, we've always been the strongest around the time of a new season release because the hype of the game is, is and the buzz of the game is so high. You get a lot of returning players because like, oh, this thing was, I remember this being this and now it's a bit different. I want to try it all out again. And that, and then that excitement gets a lot of people going, well, 
they're having some fun over there. I want to try that out. Mm. I haven't played Guild Ball for a while. I'm going to go and give it a go because these guys are having a lot of fun. And it just makes the community a very, very fun place to be mm. around the time of the new season because all this stuff feels fresh and new even though it's not. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, are we, uh, are we all done? I think we are. I think we've wound down sufficiently. I think we, we pretty much nailed it there. I'm no, pretty we, sure we, we've all, all agreed that Hearth is the best captain, so it's fine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, we yep. all did that. Yep, definitely. That's, that's what went on. Um, there you go. So I mean, no. Robert Civil War. Robert Civil War. <laughs> what is it? Like Adams versus Parish. Oh, both our mums have the same name, and it's fine. Batman versus Superman reference. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Both sure. Superman <laughs> and Batman's mum have the same name, so apparently they don't need to fight anymore. It's a dumb fucking movie, is my point. I was just more <laughs> going to argue that I'm right, I'm driving home. Oh yes, half captain. Yes, half is the best. I will never take. I don't want to walk. Ferrite and Ferris, they're yes. rubbish. Long old fucking walk, isn't it? <laughs> Ferris and Amber seem stupid. I never want to do it there at heart. Old ladies are the best. I will get a trade. They're experienced. I will get a But I will get the train. You're wrong. <laughs> but Jamie, is there anything you wanted to say about the blacksmiths? Um, if you haven't picked them up, pick them up. <laughs> Damn right. Well, I played a, ga- a game with a guy yesterday, Tom, and he was butchers, and we were playing in the tournament. And um, he said, it's my first time playing against blacksmiths, and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm sorry, because we're going to do some weird stuff that you're going to think is weird, but it's going to happen. And he was like, okay, cool. Super Tommy nice guy. Time. He won best sport of the day. He was just that, that guy, so nice, really interested in the game. It was just great. Anyway, we finished our game. He walked straight over to the shop and bought the blacksmiths. Awesome. Awesome. I was like, yeah, they look fine. I'm going to do this now. He was like, brilliant. I've never That's seen brilliant. that ever before. He was like, yep, sit back in a minute. I think off we go. Nice. Just nice. bought. There was, there was someone that came to one of our playtest days and saw the, saw the new alchemists and it, between the playtest day and now have bought, just based off the playtest day, bought an alchemist team. Brilliant. And that kind of stuff's great. But genuinely, around the time of new season, if there is a team you've been thinking about picking up, have another look at them, <clears throat> blacksmiths or anybody else. And if you weren't quite sure before, have give them a try now, and then or pick them up if you haven't got them. Buy them all. Just buy every team, and then you yep. can just play with all of them. If course. you own everything, you don't have this problem. I, can I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely <laughs> no secret that we. De- I mean, we designed this game to be as fun as we possibly can make it, but we also designed this game definitely so to make it easy for you to be able to faction hop if you want to. Yeah, please do. This, it's, oh, it's, it's a great game yeah. for it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna. I'm forcing myself to <clears> the <throat> next season. Definitely, hundred yeah. percent. Um, well, thank you very much. Really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, thank you for Absolute having us. Thank pleasure. you for, for sitting down, taking the time. What is it? Just a little over two hours. This, this is a short episode for Robert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Freaking whizzed by. <laughs> but yeah, but thanks so much. Um, really appreciate it. We hope to come up and see you again soon for. If nothing else, SteamCon. Yeah, we'll see you at SteamCon. And we've got the Rollbetter Winter, <coughs> Winter Open. Roll Winter Open. We've got to come up for more mini golf at the Trafford Centre. Yeah, Slash Laser Quest. Right. Laser oh, Quest. Oh, laser Quest. Oh, they yeah. told us 32 man, 16 man aside, North versus South, it's on. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Spartans versus SFG staff. That is also a powerful <laughs> option. Tesla, how, how many are we bring into SteamCon? Ten? Eleven, I think. That's a bit weird. That yeah, <laughs> that yeah. we've seen. Like, to be fair, this, is, this has come up since we got the mention that it was just like, oh, by the way, you're ten percent of the vengeance field last lot. We were like, oh nice. shit. Yeah. We weren't, we weren't quite, and that was ten percent, including some international delegates that we've given Spartan shirts. Yeah, so the, the perfect guy, Coon, and we've got uh, yeah, Maria, who's we, now Spartan, and Sam Page, who's an honorary. Oh, no, Maria Spartan. is a full fledged yeah. Spartan. She is now, but at the time, it was, was it? No, this was, no, no, this is just yeah. vengeance. she was. You were thinking Steamcon last year. That's what I'm thinking. She was, and on yeah, the subject was. of things that are weird. <laughs> oh yes, 
What? What have you got in your box, Shared it. <laughs> what? In your dice bag. I've got some Perkins dice. Oh, no! Perkins memorabilia! Still freaked out. So Jamie and I played a game earlier, and I don't remember where I got it from, but I have from somewhere one of the wedding favours from Jamie's wedding, which is a, a, a lovely small purple dice with, I think it's got, got a gold numbering on it, and on the six is like a little note about it's Jamie's wedding, to, and there's the date of the wedding. And, and I don't know where I got it, but when I sat down to have a game with her, I went, oh, I've got something weird to show you. I showed him the dice, and it freaked him out so much. <laughs> because, it, because it genuinely was one of the dice from, from our wedding that we had wedding favours made. I was like, how the hell did you get hold of that? So if anyone's listening and they're like, oh, I'm the guy who gave Matt Doran that dice. Or, 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 or if you're the guy that's missing the dice because Matt's nicked it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly certain I was there, there at the time. Yeah, I think Dan was there and saw me be given the dice by the person. But I can't remember who it was. I don't remember who it was. So please do email rollbetterpodcast.gmail.com and let me know so that Jamie can regain his sanity. I genuinely want to know because I was just like sitting down for a nice casual game. We've never played a game before. I was really looking forward to it. And then, oh, by the way, just to throw things a bit off kilter and throw you off the game, I've got something from your wedding which I didn't attend. <laughs> which I wasn't officially invited to. Which I was there. Yeah. I was digging through your trash. <laughs> just me and the rafters in a long dark cape all <laughs> yeah, I kind of, and then I made lots of weird voodoo doll references about like using the dice in a doll and getting some of his hair. And it really you don't cope well with people, do you? I'm really good at people. Everyone loves me. After they've had time to get to know. my mom says I'm cool. Okay, like, just back off. A lot of you, fuck you all. Jamie enjoyed the game overall. <laughs> I did. I didn't know what was going on at the time. I was too busy thinking about the dice. <laughs> and. On that note, <laughs> please do. Roll better. better.